Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. We get the best of both worlds, the fastest reflexes modern technology has to offer onboard computer-assisted memory and a lifetime of on-the-street law enforcement programming. It is my great pleasure to present to you Robocop. This guy is really good. He's not a guy, he's a machine. Old Detroit has a cancer. Cancer is crime. Let the woman go. You are under arrest. You you better back up, pal. Your move, creep. What are your prime directives? You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney. Anything you say may be used against you. He's a cyborg, you idiot. You recorded every word you said. You're dead. We killed you. His memory's admissible as evidence. You're gonna have to kill it. Get in the car, for God's sake! Robocop, the future of law enforcement. Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? And we have special guest Rich Fan. What's going on, Rich? Not much, other than me not figuring out a darn mute button. I'm looking forward to this, guys. I am excited. <laughs> All right. So if y'all heard the trailer, you heard it. We are doing 1987's RoboCop. So uh, as we always start the show, we'll talk about our initial watch and our feelings about the uh, film. And I can start. I remember going to see this with my dad and my mom didn't want me to go see it. And it was a thing of. Yeah, he just took me anyway. And I was just just never was supposed to say anything about it. So I guess the cat's out the bag now. But yeah, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, I, I think I didn't enjoy this film until I got older. You know, when you kids, it's like, oh, okay, cool, RoboCop. You know, now that you're older, you start to see things a lot different. Uh, Rich, when was the first time that you initially saw the film and your feelings? Uh, we didn't go to a lot of movies when I was younger, especially in New York. It was five of us, and so that would get pretty expensive, and my dad worked. So we saw this on VHS. And so the first time I saw it was whenever Video Mania, which was the uh, Puerto Rican Russian lady who, who ran the video store, that was the name of the store, had it and my mom has a pitch count even to this day of like foul language and so after about like the first 10 minutes of this movie she was out but because there wasn't nudity or anything at least that she saw at the time we were watching my brothers and i got to watch with my dad and so 
I saw it whenever that six to eight month window or actually, I guess, your window after it came out. And I loved it. Uh, as we'll get to in one of the scenes, my brother and I to this day will look at each other and say, can you fly, Bobby? And <laughs> just laugh hysterically. So that that's that's our story. See, I don't remember when I first saw it. It just seemed like one of those movies where it was always in my life when I was watching movies. Like I didn't see the movie theater because I wasn't I was like eight. Um, and I know my mom wasn't going to take me to this considering how violent it was. So probably I want to say maybe a year, two years after it was out. And it's just one of those movies that just was always on. And I'm like, at the, I'm in the same boat as you guys. Like when I first watched it, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, it's a cool movie. It's RoboCop. Like RoboCop was ubiquitous in the culture. Like that man showed up on a WCW pay-per-view. <laughs> and just, it's just hilarious to see how, you know, they had a cartoon, they had toys. And it's funny as you got older, it's like, this is a very violent, cynical movie that they made it to like a, you know, a kitty. Like, you know, take the kids, play the, you know, play the NES game, play the arcade game, watch the cartoon, have a Robocop plushie. And then, you know, watching it in the 2000s, I started to, you know, get that whole thing about Paul Verhoeven where he had, you know, I always, he seems like this guy that just kind of sits around and laughs at, you know, America. You know, like he does, he has a good laugh for like, you know, American exceptionalism, you know, like American hubris because it's, you know, he's a European background and all his movies kind of had that tint. Like, you know, I will make you a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm going to put a multivitamin in it. And when you hit that multivitamin, you're going to be wondering like, why am I taking this? But it's going to be too late because you enjoyed the grilled cheese. And we did Total Recall last week. And that's funny because that's his most straightforward movie. And Schwarzenegger picked him because of RoboCop. There's a lot of stuff in RoboCop going on that you will not pick up as a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess we should talk about MVPs before we start. Um, Peter Weller, I would say. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. No, Schwarzenegger, they offered to him. He was too big for the suit. And it's like one of the big things is they had to make this suit. This wasn't CGI. It wasn't a computer. That's him in a suit. Cost between half a million and a million dollars. They had to put an air conditioner in it because he was losing three pounds a day. Think about that. Jeez. Three pounds a day from sweating. My man was on that UFC plan. He was trying to make the weight. <laughs> oh, he would have been a flyweight by like <laughs> the week three. Um, so just read about how to, you know, the special effects is also kind of like an MVP because of how real everything looks like one of the reasons why age is well is because it looks real even the stuff that you know isn't real looks real um even by puppets you know matte paintings miniature size are just really doing it and peter well like he's one of the few you know the funny thing about this movie the only heroes are the cops and only some of them yeah you know and the funny thing with cop movies is that normally cop movies, the whole thing is the villain might be either evil cops or like a crime boss or something like that. And the crime boss in this movie is OCP. And I just laugh. It's kind of like, I don't know if maybe Rich might touch on it, but 
One thing I've learned with movies is when they film in a city that's not New York and LA, it's on purpose. It's because they want to have a setting and they want to say something. Like if you want a parochial big city, you do Chicago. You want to add a little racism to it, you add Boston. You want to, you want to say John a whole bunch of time, you say Philly. You want crime, you say New Orleans. You want weird stuff, you say Midwest. When you want to talk about a critique of black leadership in urban decay, you pick Detroit. Detroit. I think I had texted that to you earlier. I was like, good lord. The way they shoot Detroit in these movies is just insane. It's and it was it was a thing in the Reagan era because it was like white people were afraid of big cities, especially with black was running it. You know, like how they talk about Detroit and Beverly Hills Cop, how Detroit's picture in this. Even if you watch Four Brothers, that's set what in the two thousands. Yeah, Detroit. On you know, we gotta fix Detroit. The shithole. They they took over, and it's this whole thing where Detroit is just the city falling apart, and it's up to Amazon to save the day because black people can't handle themselves. And it's a black mayor. You don't really see him too much. He's more of a character. Like the whole thing of a black mayor being a confidence more of a thing in Robocop too. But the main leadership you see for the police is black and he gets no respect whatsoever. <laughs> None to the point where it's like, if he shoots them, I'm rooting for that. You know, it's a copaganda movie where you do not feel bad rooting for the cops because everybody else is garbage. Yeah, but I, you know you got to watch those cops too because they went out the uh, they started shooting at Lewis. I'm like Jesus when they were you know when they were getting after RoboCop. I'm like, well, oh, you okay. know they say one good cop is not enough. And it was yeah. like a few good cops, and it was like you know orders are orders. <laughs> good lord. <laughs> uh, anything to add to that, Rich? Yeah, I, I'm gonna go in a different direction than Shahid did. I'm gonna say the MVP. Uh, two people who don't get enough credit for this movie, and it ties in a little bit to what she was just talking about. Sally Dennison and Julie Seltzer, they were the casting people for this movie. And I I have never enjoyed more not just uh, the ensemble cast of uh, what you see as far as Peter Weller getting picked, uh, the, the, the chief of police, but trusting that Clarence Boddicker was going to be good with Kurtwood Smith because he tried out for both roles. He tried Dick Jones and Boddicker. And thank God they gave him Boddicker because I couldn't, I, I needed that in my life. Like as an adult, I think I was tweeting it a few months ago during the pandemic, seeing Kurtwood Smith just, he, there were like bite marks all over them. Like Detroit should have Kurtwood Smith sites you can go to and visit where he bit the scenery because he was all over it. And then you, you, you just look at uh, how Shahid nailed it when he talking about Detroit. But look at both even in Robocop 1 and 2, you have a multi-ratio. You got Latinos, you got black, you got white, you got women. And this wasn't done to be politically correct, though they did have fun with that in the second movie. It was done because if you got a bunch of scumbags, scumbag doesn't know race. When you have a bunch of good cops, you're going to have some black folk, you're going to have some white folk, and you're going to have a overly ideological dude from the suburbs who's thinking he's helping out the poor people in the streets, and he's got to catch a two-piece and a biscuit. That's just what happens. I always laugh at, like, did they get Kurt Wood Smith because Michael Ironside was busy? 
or did they get Michael Ironside total recall because Kurt Wood Smith was busy? Because it's hilarious. Like Clarence Brock is walking around, you know, robbing banks to buy drugs with glasses on. <laughs> this man is rocking. Like, I'm trying to remember the last time I seen a, a thug with glasses that's imposing. And it's kind of he funny. Had the 2031 Warburg Parky Shahid. He was styling. It wasn't just like some broken glasses. He no, oh, like he was. A- oh, he had style when he had his suit on and see Nick Jones. Like, yes, this man did not get this off the rack. <laughs> and like I told Jeff before, oh, it was. It is hard watching Ronnie Cox and not always just frowning your face. <laughs> like if you watch this on Total Recall back to back. I told him before, Beverly Hills Cop one and two are ruined. It's like, I give a damn about Boca Mill. Yeah, <laughs> like, when he showed up on Star Trek The Next Generation, I'm like, yeah, he, Riker about to have a bad week. Got this asshole on his neck. It's like, it's it's perfect casting. And it's a funny thing. I compare with WWE, like Ronnie Cox and Miguel Ferrer. Is Dick Jones a bad guy? Yes. Is Bob Morton a good guy? No. Not at all. He's just a bad guy that's not bad enough. He's that whole Eric Bischoff, yuppie asshole. I'm going to work my way up and I'm going to do, you know, if you see something, you got to take it and fuck these old people. And you see how, he, you know, everybody's like, you don't know about Dick Jones. You know, he, he his name in the streets. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Dick Jones, your old man. And it was, it seemed like the same dynamic like Eric Bischoff. If Eric Bischoff and Vince McMahon worked together, and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm slick. I'm going to do this. As... You know how mad you have, before we get in the movie, you know how mad you have to be to make a mixtape <laughs> before you murder somebody and have them play it on your stereo in the 80s? Like, that takes, that's, now I know you enjoy pettiness first. That's why we're friends. Like, you <laughs> You have a level of pettiness that's calm and hidden, and you don't realize it until they lift it up. Wow, man, he's insulting me the whole dinner. I'll see him <laughs> next week. <laughs> Dick Jones has that level of pettiness. Like, he's out there, like, you know, I know you're on your knees right now, probably begging for your life. And, then, and my f- dad had that type of sound system, like the eight component sound system or anything like that, where only three of them worked. And just to see that there, like 80s excess is just hilarious. That's why I always enjoy this movie because it's perfectly paced. It says everything it needs to say. It lets the things it needs to do breathe. And it has one of the best endings of all time. It also had two. I I, I want to say I might be petty, but I'm not going to roll up to a dude in the bathroom and grab his junk. And that's my salvo, like the opening to you're going to die. Like that was wild. That like I don't know about OCPHR, but I I I figured he at least had a case there. Like I I don't know, man. He was too busy with the nose candy and the ladies to realize like you're in danger, girl. But I would have been I would have been thinking about a new job. No, I like you. You ladies are intelligent. <laughs> yeah, that man was just moving up. You know, sometimes you climb that ladder, you don't realize what's underneath you because you like as long as you climb, you're good to go. And he people kept telling him, you know, my man Johnson kept telling them, boy, Dick Jones gonna be on your ass. Oh, so you mean you mean Peel's uh dad that nobody wanna admit is Oh my dad. god. Yes. That, <laughs> oh, he brings me so much joy because he has no spine. 
he knows it and he's out there. That man is rooting for Robocop at the end. He get the thumbs up. <laughs> Jones. Yeah, he's giving up the Hercules hand clap. Robocop, Robocop, Robocop. <laughs> Basically. So, yes, it's everything about this movie. I just enjoy the satire, just the vibe. And it's something that the sequels miss because it's kind of like, it's different when an American tries to make fun of America. Because they either do it too much and it's too heavy handed or they don't do it enough because they don't know how biting it is. That's why part two doesn't work where it's like it's some good parts, but it kind of feels like too mean. And part three, like it was made with like five thousand dollars. And we'll leave that be. All right, we'll jump right into giving the synopsis sheet. Alex Murphy. So a recently transferred cop is murdered in a line of duty due to heroism and incompetence and is reborn and made into Robocop, a state-of-the-art future police officer. Crime is solved, but bigger conspiracies are abound. I, 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 I really like that synopsis. I would have cleaned it up a little bit and said he died because of Lewis. But okay, and we'll work with that. No, 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 no. Back out 20 minutes. All right, go. <laughs> Why don't you wait? Like exactly. every you know what? But we're not. We all grew up watching wrestling. It's the same thing. Oh, look! It's Sting. He's running in. It's one on seven. What's going to happen? What you think going to happen? If it's Sting without his back, he's going to get beat up. And we never was like, wow, that's dumb. We're his friends. It's like, no, that's what heroes do. Run, you know. And I don't know if I told you this, Rich. I've told Jeff this. My stepdad hates those type of movies when he sees the heroes fighting impossible odds. He always say, this is stupid. <laughs> like, one on, one on nine, one on 200. Like, what type of... He's like, this is nonsense. Like, where's your help? Wait. Like, it's, like it's ridiculous. And I've never thought about that till he said it. I'm like, yeah, if unless you Thor, chill out. Yeah, my buddy uh, Daniel Palmer Depalm, who does a lot of the shows for me on the torch, he calls those impossible white man films. And this was the possible white man ending because he went in there and he got he got tuned up. And if I ever saw Sting get in the ring and try to take on like the NWO and they tied him down and started going and then smashing parts of his body, that would be Lucha Underground. Yeah. That's always something Randy Orton might do this summer. So let's <laughs> get them any ideas. So anyway, the movie starts and not in a normal way. It starts with a news report. And this the type of, you know, it's funny paying attention to some of these news things. The first one's talking about how South Africa has a nuclear bomb and is willing to use it against rebels that's trying to, you know, overthrow the white supremacy. And I have watched all of these and somebody used to pay attention to and some I didn't. And like when I watched it this time, I was kind of paying attention. I'm like, that's wild. Like say, oh. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like no wonder Riggs and Murtaugh was pissed. <laughs> and lethal weapon too. Like they had a, a nuclear weapon. Get that the blacks come take over. Go set it off. And it's like, oh, I hope they work it out. And you know, they talk about the issues with, you know, Santa Barbara, California, like Ronald Reagan is the president, I assume. And they're on the space station. Gravity goes out and, you know, for two hours, they're floating around. Ha ha ha. That space station will come up later. So it's just kind of idea like how the future is kind of apocalyptic. Yeah. 
you know, like it makes sense if you feel like this is the same universe as like Predator, because you see how LA is a Predator too. Oh my God, that's another good one. Yeah, Andy Glover's chest. See, he he was the impossible black man in that one. Like I'm going up against an intergalactic bounty hunter. Okay, I got this. Look, if Let he me can just ha- get some more sweat. If he didn't get murdered by Whoopi Goldberg in the color purple, he could handle it. <laughs> so we get an idea of you know the city, like the area we live in, and Alex, you know. A cop was, you know, shot in the line of duty. He's in critical condition. And they're like, get well, Frank. And the thumbs up. We should, spoiler. they were talking about striking. We should strike. Yeah, spoiler bah, bah, bah. alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. He will not get well. They talk about a future strike. And Dick, you know, OCP, his side of contract to kind of run the police force to make it more efficient. And Dick Jones, let's just say he is not a pro-union thing. Well, you know, if you were police, <laughs> shit happens. Can't stand the heat. Get out the kitchen. That's when he cop will tell you. All right, coach. Just shoot that ACL up. You know you got to make two more cuts. It's okay, son. We good. That's part of the job. You get shot, you get shot. You only get shot. Don't do it. Oh, my goodness. I just feel like that was just a dabbo. <laughs> dabbo, sweetie. <laughs> he be saying. Man, dabbo, if you reimagine Clemson as oh, Omni Consumer <laughs> College, like, that's it. That's all you got. You <laughs> I don't want my cop. And they like, I'm cops strike. They work for the city. I don't want my cops striking. I want the only striking they should be doing is striking black people on the street. And I had no sticks. I'm talking about we want more money. Should have had a better job. Boy, boom, that sounds familiar. Trying to make you feel, and it's fun, like trying to make you feel bad for the cops. And it's like, it probably played a bit differently in the 80s as it does now. So anyway, Murphy is there getting transferred. Hmm. You know, Sergeant Reed, you know, that's the whole thing we in the 80s where you got to have a, a angry, stern, and in charge, please. Oh, we from Murphy. <laughs> we be like, oh, ticket this, you know, get a paper there, look at that. Like, why you say, we work for a living, Murphy. <laughs> like, get your ass, like, man, I just got here. I can't get, you know, where's the tour? Nah. You know, human resources, nope. like, nah, lock it right there. You do it too much smiling and stuff. Get to work. I always laugh. We we work for a living here. <laughs> Ooh, that's like some Greg Popovich. I'm like, what? I'm Easy. I'd be like, what? My report say? Does it say something about I'm lazy or something? What's going on? What you saying that for? So he's there, and you just get a brief synopsis of kind of like the police, and it's like you know, unisex lockers, men and women changing the same place, everybody taking a shower, no big deal. And just talking, oh, no, CP, they, they assholes. We getting shot. They cutting things. Where you come from, Murphy? No, oh, okay. Well, you know, Detroit Metro. So, welcome to hell. <laughs> oh, okay. You like this? And it's like, yeah, you need to strike. We need to strike. This, this shit ain't right. And find out the cop that got shot died. They take the name plate off. It's on here. You know, funerals tomorrow. Anybody that's not on duty you can show up with dress blues, donations, give it to, you know, the man, Ezekiel Clarence. It's like, we ain't having no strike. Cops don't strike. So cut that strike shit out. And that's the whole thing. And it's this idea where if the cops strike, the city will tear itself apart and everything. And we have heard this argument plenty of times if we turn on CNN and we see somebody with an R in front of it. 
their name. And we have all had different experiences with police to kind of say, you know, like most of the time the cops come after something happened. They tell you, well, next time call us earlier. And looking how Detroit is set up is like, well, what are the cops doing now? Like Clarence Bodica got 30, how many bodies he had? Just 31. 31. And he just rolled it around the street. It was like. Untouched. Yeah. So what y'all doing now? But that's the whole thing. He got a new partner. <sighs> just going to get mad at me because we talked about this, Rich. Uh-oh. Officer Ann Lewis. Man. I don't know what it, I don't know if it was a hair, the uniform, but Nancy Oliver, she could get that work. That's all, I'll leave it at that. Good gracious. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Cause normally I don't I do not care about stuff like this. And it was the 80s where until like Sharon Stone in like 90, the women were kind of looking a certain way. And we'll we'll leave that alone. But yeah, they definitely had chemistry there, even though you know Murphy was married. Oh, they were flirting. Nancy Island's not, you know, this whole bombshell, but it's like you see her at the, you know, teachers meeting. My ass said, "Oh, you make I make cookies. Want to see my cookie recipe?" Like that type of vibe. Relax. Lion Rich, she's popping gum. She's popping gum. She was, she was like every eighties, <laughs> like uh, uh, stereotype all in one. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I, I personally, you know. I thought she was all right. It, I, I was more amazed that she was just, you know, four foot 11 and they were going to trust that she was going to get what needed to happen in that warehouse done, done. I mean, well, look how she's introduced beating the shit out of a suspect. And Rich Reed, Lewis, you done fuck around with that suspect, meet your new partner. She that was there. a jobber. That was a jobber. Once she got to the mid card, you saw what happened. Yeah, she couldn't. She couldn't handle my dude who from uh from a uh, uh, flash dance, not flash dance. Um um, uh, what's that idiot's uh the the show he was in uh the I can't I remember it. I've the seen dude who turns into Bray Bray Wyatt's current gimmick. He all he did was like musicals and theater, and now all of a sudden he's in Detroit a couple of weeks and she can't handle his business. Look, she she took her eye off the ball. We've all seen receivers do that. <laughs> yeah, but she's a no, cop. It, There's a difference. Can, yeah. I, can I zip up my pants? Oh, let me look oh, down there and check boy. it out. Yeah. <laughs> look, let's let her be. You know, is you know I'm about to make I was about to make certain jokes, but we have sponsors now, so we won't make that joke. So anyway, <laughs> so yes, she's introduced after beating shit out of a suspect. She's out there popping gum. You know. Like, hey, nice, nice little business, Murphy. They side each other up, and it's like, okay, you know, I'll smile, you smile, we seem cool, and that lasts about five seconds. You know, let me drive you around. Oh, you know, I'll get around New City, I like drive myself. She is like, whatever. <laughs> Her mood changed with the quickness. Like, she does not like this at all. And they get the car, and then you get introduced to OCP, Omni Consumer Products. So question, I don't know how you guys felt, but I remember when I was younger, it was maybe propaganda, just teaching, or just, you always got this vibe where you felt like private organization can do government stuff better than government. And I used to wonder and feel that way up until I was in my twenties and I started like pay more attention. Did you guys have that same thing? 
No, I was always in the fearful. Like with this one, you were talking earlier about the police. I was like, okay, I know this is a copaganda movie, but you got a whole, mo- if you got Amazon pulling out the Koopa Troopers in the back door while the cops are getting overrun just by the regular crime, at some point we got to say these dudes, like not all cops are going to be bad. Like these cops got worked. Like you could, there was no, everywhere you went, there was crime. And so when they said they were trying to privatize it, no. Anytime I saw stuff like that, the first thing I went to was like private militaries for some of my family members in oh, like the right. Caribbean, where it's like, mm, as soon as you know, anytime somebody shows up with that fake Apollo Crews voice, magically they all start wearing epaulets. <laughs> they got some bandana. Nah, I don't need that in my Detroit. That would have been too much for me. Yeah, I forgot you did grow up as a spy, so you know yeah, a different mindset. Um, what about you, Jeff? I always found it. I just gave a side at any time I heard something about private. Because I'm like, what else going yeah. on? Like, what else no, y'all doing? It's more not necessarily like with this, because it's always the RBK men, like, you know, male or like business in general. Because it was kind of like people would talk, you know, government wasteful, they're big, they don't do stuff the right way, and look how quickly, like, if it's a private thing done like a business, they do it kind of, like, more efficiently. That was kind of, like, the thought process that was taught, and a lot of people think, that's the reason why a lot of people think that now, because they think government, they think bloated and excess, and I think it's less of an issue now, because you realize that private is moving a lot worse than public when it comes to some of this stuff, but I know Back then, that was kind of like the overall thing. Like people did not people depending on where you was from, mm-hmm. big government was not the thing. It was like, nah, I want private. I want this. They can do it quicker. It'd be cheaper. And look at OCP. It's like, look how OCP goes. Like OCP is Amazon on steroids way before Amazon. And anyway, you introduce the Dick Jones and Bob and um Johnson. They having a meeting because they basically are moving in OCP. They're going to change. They're basically going to change Detroit and a new Detroit. They're going to bring in the future. You know, two million worker is going to be there. You know how big a massive scale that is? Two million. Detroit doesn't have two million people now. Hmm. Like most cities don't have two million people. It's only like a few, like maybe five. Six at the most. There being two million people to hold to renovate Detroit, and it's kind of like you know we can build from the ground up. As soon as we get rid of these people, that's the whole idea. It's kind of like they run into some overrun issues because it's kind of like if you're doing this, we got the we had the police here for a reason. What are we gonna do? We had the police, and what's their idea? Dick Jones' idea is Ed Two O Nine. Good. Thoughts on Ed 209? Bad idea. I mean, I thought it was a great idea till Homeboy got lit up. <laughs> I, I thought it was, came out, it was cool. You have seven seconds to comply. Six seconds. Like, you better put the gun down, sir. He's like, <laughs> let me put this down. Five seconds. Like, oh, hey, well, and then they, when they when they started playing past the baton with that man because nobody wanted to catch the two-piece from Ed. That is probably the most horrifying thing I saw as a kid, other than the transformation scene in the Great American Werewolf in London. And also now as an adult, the funniest scene, because you know that would be exactly how some office folk would be doing stuff. <laughs> First of all, Rich, you got an eight piece because Ed 209 made that man into a chopped cheese sandwich. You're right. You're right. 
He took him to church. He just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so anyway. McKinney before didn't deserve to, that. Before we get to that glitch, because all it was, like, you don't have iPhones that mess up. Like, Dick Jones is proud of his old thing. He was going to use it as urban pacification. And if it works there, maybe in military. Like, Robocop sequel is already, like, a military thing. And I'm looking at it, and I'm had the same thought as the movie said. Like, yeah, all you got to do is the same thing you do against, like, Greg Abbott. Find a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and he's like, we're going to test him out. And this robot, and they all shook it. Like, what the hell is this? It's like, Kenny, you know, here's this gun. And, okay. Dick Jones walk, walk around with a Desert Eagle and uh, you know, a, gold, a gold-plated box in office. I'm like, how OCP run? You find out how OCP is wrong. It's like, OCP just, they keep their thing on them. They do what they want to do. Custom. And matter of fact, that was going to be Robocop's gun, but it looked too small in his hand. So that's why he has the gun that he has. So it's like, you know, point, pointed at him. And then if a robot start growling at me, I'm like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you have 20 seconds to comply. Like, better listen to him. So he drops the gun. He's like, you now have 10 seconds to comply. Can you shook. And like y'all said, he's like, nah, you stand next to me. Fuck away from me. They push him away. And Joel's getting shook. And he's like, you know, I'm authorizing lethal force. And and the extended, it depends on what version you watch. If you watch the made for TV version, you get shot like seven, eight times. If you watch it now, like on Blu-ray or Amazon, he get hit 20 times. And one of the things Paul Verhoeven had to do, he was arguing like, you know, he made the violence so over the top that it would be cartoonish. So you would laugh at it. And you got a sense of like, no, this is porn. You got to cut this out. So it it's just like people are getting chunks out their body blown away. It ain't like you know, it's not it's if you are a teenager growing up on Marvel bloodless violence, like people say, Oh, I know Falcon killed people. I was like, yeah, because y'all Civil War when he blown up Nigerians, y'all weren't paying attention. Like them rockets weren't stun grenades. So yes, it's different when you or people get shot off screen, like at Batman, it's like they get shot 45 times and you see not a single bullet hole. It's jarring to watch how we used to do in the 80s. Like, we grew up in Commando era and Predator. Like, when you get shot, you get shot. And this man gets shot. They probably pull the switch. And the old man is sitting there, got his head down. Just like, the paperwork you don't have to do. Listen, the safest person in that room was the guy who was trying to pretend to hit the off button, but realized it's a machine and he's just like slapping it. Because he know that thing ain't coming at him. He just got to look like he tried to do some work. Don't touch him. Call a doctor. Call a doctor for what? But McKinney didn't deserve them. Yeah. Yes. And he didn't deserve keep getting, keep getting called McKinney. What's his name? Kenny. Oh, I'm no sorry. Mick. They shot the Mick off him. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, I'm sorry. So Dick Jones was like, oh, so, you know, it's like, I'm very disappointed you, Dick. He's like, oh, don't worry. We'll work something out. And like, you know, we go. You know, basically on the time frame, this will start doing this within six months. Any delay is going to cost them hundreds of millions of dollars. So what Bob Morton say, oh, we got the RoboCop plan. We ready for this. Dick Jones, Dick Jones like, oh, maybe we should talk about this. And you know, Nah, nah, I got RoboCop. <laughs> Listen, that, that CEO, I mean, 
I know we're talking about the first one, but the lesson I learned from RoboCop one and two is that this CEO will get turned around. Like he's the worst CEO, I think, in the planet because he will get turned around on an idea if you just talk to him at the right time or if you are a woman. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you need is the prerequisite. Oh, that's a great idea. Let's go get a drug addled uh, sociopath and make him I mean, RoboCop two. It's we've watched the WWE. Yeah, fair. I'm- <laughs> but also one thing is. The thing about quick pivoting, you can always pivot back. You know, and somehow find your way. I didn't realize until I watched this uh, the first time last week uh, that he's actually called the old man. Yeah, he doesn't have a name. <laughs> the old day. The first one, the second one. He's the old man. The they, old never, man. they never say his name. So it's like, you know, we got this Robocop program. We already started, you know, we already started it. The framework's there. We can start within 90 days. He's like, all right, give me a plan in 20 minutes. And by more like, yes, I'm in the game. Dick Jones like, see, it's a way to handle things. And I don't like how you handle things. He kind of eyeballing them. Bob more too high on life and coach. He got the same feeling a lot of young people have. Can't tell young people nothing. That's the way you Can't. do it. <laughs> you see an opportunity and you go for it. No. He was doing no. the post game. Like, they're right out of the meeting. Like, you just gotta do it. Just, this guy tried to step up. That's my shot. Basically, what about Dick Jones? Oh, fuck Dick Jones. He's like, I don't know. Dick Jones kind of trouble. Like, Johnson kind of, Johnson kind of warned, like, you know, my shit back. I know you knew what I knew. You yeah. Oh, dance like this. Nah, I'm good to go. He old news. He a full back. We a three wide receiver era life right now. What you talking about? So it's like, we just gotta find a cop. You know, he's got to find some tortured soul for this RoboCop program because he says the RoboCop program, he doesn't really explain what it is. And you don't only know if you've seen the trailer. So Murphy out here messing with his gun. Well, you're not going to show TJ Laser and he does the thing with the guns, you know, it's like role models. Yeah, and it's cool too. And it's like, oh, this, this adorable dork. Lewis is sitting there like, oh, that's, that's cute. You kind of cute too. Mm-hmm. So they get the call. She's driving, and you heard about Clarence Boddicker, and now you see him. He is pissed. Why he pissed? They burnt the money. <laughs> yeah, his crew is a uh, eclectic at best. Let's talk about his crew. <laughs> how was they running? How was they running Detroit? They did not seem like the sharpest tools in the shed. <laughs> It's amazing what you can do with a bunch of goose. So I guess. Yes, just it broke the fucking body. This is marked you asshole. Like they just mad. He's just riding around like six dudes in a truck, and he's like, "It's right." Um, can I get some new ports? He pulled a twenty with a scorch mark on it. Like I ain't taking this shit. So even in Detroit. And then they're screaming, like, it's a cop on our tail. And they chasing them back up to 15 minutes. And they're getting ready. The first thing you know, Murphy, you know, Lewis is smart. So, of course, if you fly in the back, you're expect, expecting that. They fall in the back, the wide edge. So they on the side, shooting. They come in the back. Bobby gets hit. And I let Rich say this line because I know he was waiting to say it. Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> Wait, Clarence, no, no. So, you know, Clarence probably got that same feeling like the Joker do when it comes to um, job applications. Oh, do you need a uh, Mexican at all? I don't worry about that. 
you ain't gonna be here long if something happened. So, spoiler alert: Bobby cannot fly. <laughs> he can glide though. He can glide his ass right to that cop car. So they use a distraction. They get you know to this event. It's a lot of ba- it's real. I live in the suburbs, so I kind of forgot how many abandoned buildings and stuff there are in cities. Because I remember living in Philly. Like you go to certain places, it's just an empty building. Just yeah. nothing there. It's like, wow. It's just empty. You can just live your life, do whatever. So they so they're there, just like back out, back up to 20 minutes. You wanna go in? All right. So that's why I don't blame Lewis, Jeff. It's more to it than that. The man was getting shot up, and she just peeking, yeah. watching. Like, oh, what, me, what is she gonna do? I don't know. Let some shots. We off. saw Die Hard. Same thing happened. <laughs> you gonna die, John? Yo, you said they shot you too, asshole. Like he actually right. What is she gonna do? She should let out some shots, throw a grenade. She should have did something. Got the dude in the throat. Something. I mean, my man. That my man was in fame. Yes. You can't let the dude who's in fame be shooting your partner up. Ah. A grenade? I don't care. Whatever she had on her, she should have did something. Man, they ain't about to go and strike. They ain't got no money for no <laughs> That actually made me think about the whole thing of this is it's this sad, but Verhoeven didn't go far enough because when you look at our actual military and police relationship, it goes to the military first and then the police get the surplus. He was like, nah, they never just give it to the military first. Like, nope, nope. Ed 209 would have been somewhere in Fallujah. You had some wild stuff going on with some human rights violations. And then he come into Detroit speaking like eight languages and still shooting only brown people. Well, and, and another thing- OC, OCP might have had some stuff going on already we didn't hear about. So Ed 209 might have been kind of like this just a, a pork project making money. Keep in mind, we got space state. We got, you know, the Star Wars laser defense system is the actual thing in the RoboCop universe. That's true. And they mess people up with that, too. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Killed 160 people in Santa Barbara, including two ex-presidents during a malfunction. And, and you, can uh, imagine, you can imagine that. I just I was going to wait till we got to that part. I thought about that. How insane that is that one, the Star Wars program existed too. It was a glitch. And can you imagine that now? Oh, you know, Calabasas is gone, including the entire Kardashian family. Because a lazy boy tried to make Space Force, Shahid. If if he had a chance before he got out to make a Star Wars. If the Space Force had a glitch on the way out the door, Mike Pester's there. Can't make an omelet without breaking eggs. These are the only eggs we should break because I'm pro-life. Um, but thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers of Kardashian family. Mm. Good Lord. So like, they're going to the Jenner. You got like press officers. Did we lose a Jenner? Did we lose a Jenner? But did we lose the rich one? <laughs> so, so they're going in there with no backup because they think being white will save them. <laughs> And, and first Lewis goes in there and, and shoots one. No, she doesn't shoot one. She sticks up the one that's pinned. And it's like, oh, can I zip this up? She always kind of looking like, oh, is the myth true? Yeah, she's like, look, let me see. They get smacked in the face and Ooh, pushed they, over a step balcony falls. And luckily she's, you know, it's something to break her fall like Jeff Hardy gets laughed at. <laughs> and she got a concussion. 
Then Murphy comes in. They're watching TV and they're out there, you know, oh, what's the... So basically the whole thing is they're robbing banks to steal money. And they use this money to buy drugs, to sell drugs, to make more money. And they're like, why don't we just steal money? And it's like, it's easier than once you steal the money to make more money that way. Free enterprise. You don't mm. got to spend anything. You got the money. Like, oh, crime economics 101. Yeah, got a on LLC Twitter. You didn't know? Mm, that's why he had them glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so they out here watching cartoons. So you get to, you know, get to jump on them and shoot the one guy. Say, you know, that are allowed. You come with me. Man, he knew it was more than three people in the van. He's like, Lewis, I need your girl. They need Still rock up the cowboys and all of a sudden, just like the rock, they had the high ground. Two people with shotguns, they take the gun, and it's like three on one. It becomes five on one. And he mills pissed like your ass is mine. Nope. That's like not yet. Red Foreman pulled up. Mm-hmm. You must be some type of hero cop. Come up here by yourself. <laughs> where your where your partner, cop? <laughs> I took, you know, she's out there. Mm-hmm. She's sweet. <laughs> I took her out. Yeah, see, I was the old person that had a little soft spot for Lewis. See, man, whatever. That, Listen, I can't have a soft spot for Lewis because she was the she was the bully in Carrie. So I always remember as her that you're all gonna laugh at you, the one laughing at her. So I can't. I can't. Not only that, even within this movie, she just kept being in RoboCop face. Get out of my face. We're not friends. <laughs> you get. I'm the reason. You're the reason why I'm like this right now. She sent that man to the crossroads and she he wants us to buy her flowers. I want to feel guilty for Wait, hold up. She might have slipped up because her eyes was off. One ball was of the wrong ball, so to speak. But <laughs> she wasn't the one that clean shot his arm off, which she's about to get to, you know. So I got a problem. Well, every mm-hmm. everything's a butterfly effect. So if she wasn't looking at that uh black meat, things might have uh, different. Yeah, that's why I won't back up. No, we don't need back up on white. <laughs> he really did say that though basically like i'm like you know i've been, I come I've been watching gun smoke i got this <laughs> look i'm twirling my gun it's gonna be awesome watch, I, watch how i do this on the street watch this crossover mm-hmm. so it's like i don't like cops because they don't like me <laughs> and Bless you. it's how gruesome this is because you know and then shoots his hand off and it's spurting everything like that and he's standing up and then they just let loose shoot him about 45 times and you know what they shoot his arm off mm-hmm. hey when he first got up when he got his hand shot off where was he going he was trying to go home it's somewhere over. <laughs> he was trying to <laughs> look he was doing the same thing Stepping was trying to do I just want to go home he had that same look too one day I was missing with some ancient lamentation music. That would have made this scene a thousand times better. Listen, oh, if I didn't uh, want to get my Twitter account uh, shut down by a uh, big company, I would absolutely put that scene to the lamentation music just so you could hear somebody's hear yeah, Cole Whale in the background. So anyway, yeah, so he's standing up like, I'm, uh, as soon as I get to this door, I'll be free. <laughs> Got shot forty to sixty times, and I'm like, 
these are regular guns. I've never seen somebody get their entire arm shot off unless it was like a sniper rifle or a tank involved. And he's like, and he's still not dead. It's like, I'm out of ammo. He like, ah, ah, like, <laughs> like Santino Corleone, but alive. Like, I know that, I know a vest has protection, but shit. And oh. then it's like, all right, enough fun. Shoot him in the head. And meanwhile, Lewis is watching all this in horror. He's like, see, I was horny for three seconds. Now my partner murdered. Mm-hmm. And what cracked me up is they rushing him to the hospital. I'm like, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's we still got a pulse. No, 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 no. I am a I have a I have a farm D. There's a doctor in front of my name. And I know how things go in the medical field. I know like just because you get shot in the head doesn't mean you automatically die like we did see. Um, faster with the rock, so things like that happen. If you get shot, Detroit was yeah. gonna get. I figured Detroit was gonna get greedy, Shahid, and just be like, before the, they even mentioned the World Cup program, like, hey, somebody died. We need, we need organs. Something didn't get shot in there. Oof. Man, they hit everything from <laughs> Ruben Tudor. <laughs> like, I, I was probably get some toes shot off. So even if he don't have a complete hole in his skull, which is visible, he still got shot in every vital organ in his body but they rush him in and he's a third of a lung i got a third of a lung get two hundred dollars on that on ebay detroit prices so <laughs> right in there with, you might might that trade in for a sucks nine thousand <laughs> five miles on a gallon i'll buy that for a dollar good lord <laughs> <laughs> So they're working on him. He's having flashbacks of his family, pictures with his son, his wife. His wife, you know, good looking wife, 80 standards. Look a little like um what's that woman the woman from Robin Hood? Oh, uh Mary yeah. Master Mary Master Antonio? Yes. A little that vibe there. But every woman like that because they had that same perm. So <laughs> like, oh, he's dead. He's a daughter. And his eyes open to see his whole life flash behind his eyes. And next thing you know, it's RoboCop time. What's the RoboCop program? We're going to take a cop that just died and turn him into a cyborg and give him a glow up. That's the program. And it's like, oh, you can save the arm. I said, lose the arm. <laughs> I thought I thought BB a human. It's like, Johnson, oh, you know, he signed a waiver. He's legally dead. We can do what we want. All right, lose the arm. Like Bob Morton is, is an asshole. He's just singular, you know, Josh McDaniels. All I see is my goal. I don't <laughs> care about nothing else and do what I say. And they break down the whole thing. Titanium with Kevlar. And it's like, you know, I could crush every bone in your, in your hand with just a, you know, Robocop. He is laced out. And Morris, like, you're going to be a bad motherfucker. And then after about multiple surgeries, including the Christmas party, where the horny oh, we got to talk get about kiss. sexual harassment. Yes, I feel like something else happened off camera. We never got to see. There was, was a, a lot of things of, going there's on. There's a whole bunch of harassment, like she yeah. kissing an unconscious robot. Bob Morton kissing her later on in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck HR paperwork should have been out <laughs> out the door with this company. I'm just imagining the stuff. I think about the stuff that we hear now. And I'm imagine how it was in the 80s. That was disgust, filthy. Just yes. you, put a, you put a you put a black light on Robocop, you're not gonna like what you see. <laughs> <Richard>. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh-huh. 
Now, those I mean, boys, look. That dude got more coke on him than they got in lockup. <laughs> look, Verhoeven isn't a pervert like his other European directors. Like, this was the dude that did, um, what's the movie? Um, Nymphomaniac? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd be wondering about that. So, if it was the homie that did just favorite movie, Drive, aka I'm sad in my leather jacket. Oh, relax. Like, about, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he know how I feel about that. Um, I'm thinking something because my eyes aren't moving. Whatever. Oh, boy. I'm not going to do this today. That, Prince, that avocado toast ass movie. So, anyway. <laughs> Avo- avocado toast is very good. Yeah, it's very good. You know, you can either do that or pay rent. Which one are you going to choose? So anyway, <laughs> RoboCop is completed, and it's somebody you know, somebody arguing, you know, Reed trying to hold everything this, in this, and Bob Moore tell him we got to, you know, what's going on in here? Who's this guy? Oh, Reed, he run the police officer. Okay, we it's an OCP project. Beat it. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'll take nothing from you. <laughs> oh, I'm like, Reed is the type of black man where it's like, you know what? I got a pension. That's why I gotta deal with this shit. Cause I'm like, I ain't, ain't no way in hell I'm talking to this man that looks like this in that tone. And Bob, that's how I know he's never been out, he never been smacking his face since like third grade. Cause he's talking to people like he ain't got no damn sense. He's like, I don't take, well, I take orders from him in silence. Cause that first, and it's funny, you hear him first. That, and I always laugh. It's like, how's Robocop sneaking up on people? I mean, how was Kong sneaking up on people? Well, we'll leave that going. We talked about that too many times. So I'm like, you just hear the step in the, the suspect, like, what is this shit? <laughs> And I just imagine a man in the 80s and you see Robocop. You like, I know it's Detroit and I know it's like the earth. I know it's like earth where they got like laser systems. But if I'm a Detroit cop and I see Robocop, I am losing. I'm like, what is this? Am I going to lose my job? (laughs) The first thought is. When he walked through, he was like a friggin' uh, prince with the revolution. He had like that entourage and people just like. (laughs) They run in there seeing all this and it's like, you know, you sit here and you'll rest. Yes, I understand. Man, how's he eat? Baby food. You know? And Johnson like, mm, tastes good. You want some? Like Johnson was an eight-year-old. <laughs> so they got a tracking device. They show the grid about how he tar- you know, how the targeting works. And then they ask, you know, which of three prime directives. Um, protect the innocent serve the public trust, uphold the law. I'm mad that I have those memorized, but it's like <laughs> I've, I played the arcade game, they always say at the beginning, and then it's a hidden one. They don't tell you what it is. But no. One thing they taught us in movie review school was that Chekhov's gun, whatever, like, it's not, it's there for a reason. I'm blah. See how smart I am, Jeff? <laughs> So, why are you to fight some crime? Like, Reed, he needs a car. Those are keys. Thank you. No problem. Anytime. He's like, I just work here at this point. <laughs> like, he kind of handled that very quickly. I guess it's kind of like, you know, you get that type of position, like, eh, you know, shit happen. I mean, t- if otherwise, you're going to have three heart attacks a day I'm and just, a stroke. I'm just doing my 12 yeah. hours. Get out of here. I, I love that catch, though, Shahid, because when he caught it, he's not even looking at him. He's like, thank you. And oh, then, 
Yes, you learn Robocop is he got a show swag. off. Yes. He is. You learn that with the quickness. And if I always laugh, this man is looking behind his back. Go under his arm, shooting folks on a balcony. I'm like a white chocolate. Jason Williams. The definition of vision with the meme, what is sauce but pack swag persevering? Like that's that's what Murphy he lost all the corny parts, kept all the swag, and then took it to a I'm like, they got Robocop. Oh, don't look. <laughs> Let me hit you with this hot five. And before he goes at the gun range, and it's like that gun. Oh, we used to be kids. We used to make that sound, that gun with our mouth, because that gunshot sounds so damn cool. Is <laughs> this Robocop? It's like Robocop is cool. He, you know, shooting is like, see that? You see that fucking gun? Even the cops, like, damn. We're going to be out of a job. He got that shit on him. He's like, oh, yeah, man, he machine. He's going to put us out of business. Then he do a little twirl. And Lewis is like, wait a damn minute. I know who that is. I know that who I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy me. So he's out here. And Robocop is fighting crime. And I say fighting crime in parentheses because um, him and Batman seem to go into the same school of you know crime fighting. Uh, I'm gonna I'm a beat you up and let the other cops handle this. Yeah. Hey, listen. The, the, those three directives ain't say nothing about doing it in an expeditious fashion. He got he got style points. He, he's allowed to do what he wants. Yeah, you want to see him? Oh, go! I'm booking him. <laughs> I got to do, gotta write these reports out. No. See where the gun is at. You know one thing I never saw Robocop have handcuffs. For no, we what? Don't need them. They're going in a body bag or they're going. Yeah. To stay out. Let Lewis ass come get him. So one dude robbing the liquor store. Where's the safe? Ain't no safe. Safe hitting right on some soda cans. That fucking safe. Ooh, that what they were doing in the 80s? Cause oof. Well, that was an inside job. Like in my <laughs> head, I was like, that dude had to have known somebody. Cause that's the only way you know that's where the soda cans. Man, that ain't his first rodeo. He's like, he's like, he's been doing that for a while. He's like, hey, look, I know all the tricks. Move the milk, move the boxes, move the oh, oh the Lucas appeared. Fuck out of here. This is year year thirteen. See, I would have laughed if he kicked all that stuff over and nothing was there. He was like, you moved, you moved the safe. I thought we had an agreement. Keep the safe here. Yeah, inside job. Yeah, granny ready to retire. You know it. <laughs> so he about to shoot the people, and then Robocop come in, drop the gun, you're under arrest. And this dude freaks out like anything would freak out. And then it realizes, you know, one thing about criminals, most of them aren't that smart. That's how they get. Because like smart criminals don't get caught. Cops don't have the resources or the time or the intelligence to catch smart smart criminals. The ones that get caught are the dumb ones. And if you anyone that pay attention to the newspaper, I, I read some of this shit that go on. I'm like, yeah, I, I could have caught him. I'm not even trained. So instead of running, because it's like, you can outrun RoboCop. Like, RoboCop is quick but not fast. We're like, nope, I'm gonna keep shooting him. Say fuck me nine times. You're shooting him over and over again. Like the first 15 bullets didn't get him, but maybe the 16th will. I'm gonna get lucky. And he just shooting, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Shooting over and over again. RoboCop bends the gun, and he, like I said, he quick, so he try to run. RoboCop clothesline the shit out of him. Into some milk. Thank you for cooperation. Good night. Um, that's it. What else you want him to do? That you man want, don't have a trick. Oh, you want him to write a report? Um, 
call. So I'm like, who gonna pick up my soda? Who gonna pick up this unconscious man you in the cold food department? You want Robocop to do too much now. Come on, uh, man. I, I can tell who grew up rooting for Batman. Absolutely. <laughs> have a have a had a Batmobile run over his face. Now talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bruce. I'm missing all my teeth. So second second crime in progress. Oh, Detroit was like, hell. How do you just do this lady just running up walking out? Okay. This is nonsense. Unless you have to do it. I had we all have women friends, and they will tell you walking by yourself at night can be treacherous. I don't know where this woman lived. But I'm like, it seemed like it's no reason she should be out this late by herself in this version of Detroit. Now you victim blame it, Shahid? No, I'm not victim blame. I'm just wondering why they wrote her to do this. I'm not, of course, she doing it because the writer said to do this. And I'm like, we got to get home. We got to get home. This Listen, scene, I'm like. She was, she was working at a local restaurant. She tried to get her steps in. She was trying to go for 10,000 steps. Had to go through the scariest part of town right next to the basketball hoop where eight dudes died and cornbread got shot. I don't see the problem. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, well, ooh, ooh, <laughs> great values. Bill Paxton and his partner come and take him. Ah, we ain't gonna hurt you that much for my leg. Wow, like, yeah, they trying out for the Joker game. Oh, you got too much hair oh. up there. No, they got the they got hair down here. They got the role and they were gonna make the they best of it. <laughs> and Robocop, and all of a sudden they see Robocop's silhouette. It's like drop it. He's like, I'll, I'll kill lady. Robocop is like, you know, protect the innocent. And his idea for the innocent is, I hope this lady don't sneeze and move because I'm gonna shoot between her thighs and castrate this man. And he is a cyborg, so precision aiming is a thing. But I'm like, this seems kind of dangerous. So, oh, I remember watching this the first time as a kid. I, I grabbed my sword every time it happened. One shot. He's like. I just grab himself, and it's one of those things. Testicular damage hurts all of us on a you know a psychic level. Even if it doesn't happen to you, you can just imagine it happen. Yeah, I mean, he won't be chasing women in the street no more. He ain't gonna be chasing. He ain't gonna be doing nothing nowhere no more. Let you give up? And, oh, thank you, thank you, madam. You're in shock. I will call a rape crisis unit. Wow, thank you, Landstorm. What, did, what else do you want from this man? Right. He he listen, I want a man to take care of the crime on the streets. I don't need him being social services. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what happened, ma'am? No, get back in the car. I don't want my cops to have feelings. I want my cops to be cops. Ain't that the problem now? Like y'all no, get mad. Is, if this was real Robocop, he would have a bias toward brown folks and he'd be like, ma'am, are these people harming you? See, here's the thing. Beside Bodica's gang. It says something that the criminals he handled, they're all white. Yeah. And for hoping, like, man. For hoping yeah. he's not, he was not mm-hmm. dumb to any of that. Yeah. And the third one, it's a white collar crime because they have a hostage situation at the mayor's office. And you know, tenants there, you know, well, you know, hostile negotiation is a tough thing to handle and it takes effort and it takes work and blah blah blah. My man Lieutenant Hedgecock and their Robocop show up. Like they have never seen him before, and he, oh, he must be a cop. It's like they don't know 
That's all. I'm just trying to imagine his whole thing. I'm trying to handle hostage negotiation. I'm talking to the, the press, and then Robocop shows up. Yeah, you won't. First get time it. ever. No one knows. Like, he ain't get no press conference. They don't know who he is yet. Yeah. You won't get it done. We, we, we got to hurry up. We got to wrap this up. Whoa. They like, who are you? Keep them talking. <laughs> all right. I guess that's all I need to know. Oh, you know, are you invincible? When were you made? Well, they asked him this because of the interview. I'm like, you know, you eat snacks? Like, I eat Gerber. <laughs> the media is so hilarious. <laughs> are you not going to be president? You going to open a chicken joint? Are you going to be side dishes? Oh, like, my God. Not that. <laughs> General's fried chicken. <laughs> oh, it's nothing. The media never fails to disappoint in these movies. So he's up here, clumped the steps. And this guy's like, you know, I guess he was he worked in the mayor's office. It's like, um lieutenant mayor or something that's like i want my old job back i want a re-election i want my job back i don't care about the results don't that sound familiar oh boy <laughs> you got one man laid out he already got shot it's like you know i want what else you want miller i want a new car with leather seats that goes real fast and has shitty mileage sure sure thing miller you know we even throw a cup holder in if you want it don't fuck with me you see what happened like, fuck with me so he's about to in the mayor there. It's a black mayor. Not the same one from Robocop 2. Because that's a character right there. <laughs> Good Lord, he make my eye. Ugh. Yeah, I'll leave that alone. So anyway, he about to shoot some miles in there. Robocop was like, well, if I punch through this wall fast enough, this guy will be stunned. And he's not going to gun down everybody in this room. But if he does, that ain't my problem. And luckily, things work out. And he punched this man out of the building. And it's on, and the camera's there. It's funny when they show the replay on news. <laughs> see this man fly through a window, like, oh, look at the replay. Bam, from from way downtown. Bang, Mike Breen. I mean, yeah. Robocop got the job done. Robocop got a PER that puts him in Hall of Fame. I, I don't know what you're complaining about. Oh, I like Robocop. I'm just laughing at his idea of crime. I was like, you know what? I'm here for the highlights. Y'all set the <laughs> Do you not, do you not remember Jason Williams? Every what second day had a highlight on ESPN. I'm Come on, well stop playing. But I'm like Robocop with the rock band damn police. I'm like I'm here to get my shit in. <laughs> Y'all do this other stuff, reading they rights and all that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm here. I'm here to do my. I'm here to get my five star frog splash in that sack. I got three moves. I'm getting in my three moves. All that. Oh, what about a chill like? Hey, whatever, man. <laughs> so, Robocop's there. He's making the rounds. Lee, Lee I. Coke Elementary School. They're like, who is he? Where is he from? Crime's going down 60%. He there with the kids. What do you tell the kids? Stay out of trouble. And he meant that. Find too. out it's war, you know, Mexico, United States, and Mexico having a joint operation against a missile, you know, a missile encampment in Acapulco held by rebels. So, Sicario, wow, what was going on on Earth in the 80s? <laughs> it was like everybody was wilding out. And I want to get that board game, <laughs> Red Alert. You cross my border. So no more military aid. Boom. We all die from nuclear weapons. It's funny. Like, that was a thing you used to, like, worry about. You know, somebody just wild out and just set off with, you know, nuclear war. Mm-hmm. From, like, the 60s to, like, the 90s. 
I guess a lot of time, like we got, you know, Bush first. It's like, hey, nobody gonna do that shit. My homeboy wanted to. He was like, "Can I hit the button?" No, sir, you can't hit the button. Yeah, this is Trump was his hand on. Trump had his hand on. Yeah, hide the football. Trump had his hand on. What if we shot one at a hurricane? Oh my god, I'm like, good lord. That's, like, no, that's, that's how Godzilla gets created. Yes, no, Mr. President, shooting a hurricane with a nuclear weapon will not stop it. It would just make things a lot worse. I've just tried thinking, it before. I, I'm just I'm just <laughs> no, I've I've never made a I've never had grilled cheese and concrete sandwich neither. I've never tried that before, but I think that's bad for Mr. President, sir. Oh my good lord. I'm glad we just survived. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that shit. Ah, so Bob Morton is high off of life. He go, you know, he had a press conference, you know, told all the criminals, I can't say, you know, it's classified. It's letting me know it's a new sheriff in town. His name Robocop. Now he a vice president. He high, like he got the key to the executive bathroom. See, I'm living all good. You want to go out to the game? No, nah, I got some models coming over. Mm-hmm. Models. So that means he got money. Yeah, he didn't just find him in a phone book. You know what I mean? He found an agency. Because they're like, oh, I saw you in the street. My name Bob Heather. You want to come on my place? It's like, no. I already know how the 80s roll with that thing. So he living a good life. And he talking that shit in the bathroom. Oh, you know, you worry about Dick John. I heard Dick was pissed off. He's an old man. He ain't shit. Yeah. And everybody know Dick John in the bathroom. They're like, oh, shit. Because you see everybody around like, oh, shit. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Homie, I talked to him pissed on him, so that's how fast he ran. He getting white. He had a big wet spot on his leg. And it's like Dick Jones, and he is not pleased. No, good, huh, Bob? So, you know, it's a way pro, it's a way to do things. And I, you know, I had I used to say stuff about the old man, boner, you know, iron butt. I called him an asshole, but there's always respect. There was a line. He just crossed that line. He was like, you know, Ed 209, we had a contract, parts, maintenance. Who cares if it worked? Isn't it like that jet program with the F-16 when we spent how many billions of dollars and it's, it doesn't work? It's never going to work and it's just there for jobs. And people talk about student loans. It's like, I just want the contract. I want someone to work. I just want to get it. I, I always want to feel like this is the conversation that uh, Belichick and Josh McDaniels had before he <laughs> got, had to go to Denver for a while, for a minute. And he's like, you know, basically, we could have worked this out as a team, and you out here, you want to be some fly boy, and you didn't follow protocol, and he grabbed his ball, grabbed his head. He didn't wash his hands yet. I'm like, like, fuck off me, yo. Like, you crazy old man. Like, you know, he don't realize. He's just thinking, oh, he just a crazy old man making threats. And Dick Jones like, you you hope that bastard creation of yours don't screw up. And Bob Morton still doesn't know what danger he's in. Nope. Clueless. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's that's the Ralph Wiggum. I'm in danger. Like, the chuckle, chuckle, I'm in danger. He's just laughing off. Like, he's just an old man talking this mess. So, no, he is not an old man that's talking this mess. So, Robocop is chilling and he having a dream. And yeah, why is, why is a robot having a dream? 
he just dream about his old life. I guess that memory right didn't go as strong as he went. So he wake up, run was what's your name? Sorry, officer. So where does the crowd go? Murphy, it's you. Huh? Who the hell is Murphy? Like he like yo with a soldier vibe. And they uh, lose their mind. Like, where is he going? What did what did you say to him? Those I don't talk to him. And Bob Moore find out basically saying, basically he had a dream. They like that you're not supposed to have a dream. I should like we can't shut him down. And Reed, I said with full cooperation from the police department. And Dr. Doc, keep it by this is OCP. This is confidential. This is not had nothing to do with cops. Grabs him by puts this hand on this black man in charge. Like you got it. And I'm like, Reed, this is when I was rooting for Dick Jones to kill Bob Morton. <laughs> and that's the thing about this movie. Normally, Bob, like Bob Morton be slightly more sympathetic. Like he'd be more like Charlie Sheen of Wall Street. Uh-uh, not Paul Verhoeven. He's like, no, it's just a different type of asshole. He's like, I got it. And then you know, Lewis, like, oh, I fucked up, fuck up, I'm sorry. Like, nope, this dude a real asshole. You know what? He is. And I was, anybody that was rooting for Bob Moore in a little bit, they went out the window. So, Murphy's out there chilling and old email out there on, I need some gas and all your money. <laughs> oh, you with this, this book you're reading? Oh, playing geometry? Are you at the college? You smart? He's smart enough to run out, outrun this bullet. Damn, that man it. just wanted to finish his GED. Let it let him finish his book learning email. Yeah, like this man working a night job while going to school, and you want to plug him because he want oh you you smart how you using your brain. Me? Yeah, you smart enough to kick my ass like that. No, we we always hate smart people, don't we? So RoboCop just having to show up because he I guess you know he had to fill up had to get a fill up himself. Dead or alive, come with me. It was like, wait a second. I know you. We killed you. <laughs> we killed you. And yeah, Robocop started having his Winter Soldier PTSD. Like, what is he talking about? He just out here standing, got set on fire, just looking, just filling the flames. Like, you about to do a mixtape. Say was Emil, whereas I'm like, who are you? Who are you? He choke. He can't tell you if you're choking him, verbal cop. But you know, he doing his job. That's what y'all told me, right? Absolutely. Let me ask you a question while I'm strangling you, and then get mad because you can't answer. Mm-mm. I mean, not to use sign language. <laughs> Who are I'm going. You? I'm going to ignore that you just said that. You know, does he know how to use silence? <laughs> so, meanwhile, he goes back to the station and he's trying to figure out like who Emil is. Like, you can't come here, it's a restricted area. We can pull out that spike, that USB spike. He's like, I do it. Yeah, all right, you alone. So, facial recognition, finds out who Emil is, finds out, you know, his associates. And you see the gang, you see Clarence Boddicker. You see his whole thing, rape, terrorism. This man got a sheep. He got sheep rappers be bragging about when they be lying. 31 bodies, rape, drug dealing, racketeering. Oh, murder police officer. You see Murphy. Alex Murphy, deceased. Mm -hmm. 
And that's when the teeth start going, yeah, yes, because it's like, who am I? And then this is the saddest scene in the movie when you go to this old house. Oh, yeah, I guess. You guess. One, they must have sold the house soon, soon after the funeral. Yeah, they were out of there. Who left the flop? Like, they didn't even these flowers and burnt pictures. Like, damn, what was going on? How was y'all living? I mean, they got instant replay of the husband slash dad getting murked probably on the news every other day so they had to get out that was a got to go situation yeah true that is true i'm just fun like you know they left so quick they couldn't even finish cleaning up nah. it's like oh you got this one bedroom and you could sell this and everything like this and he just had all these memories of picking pictures with his kid and his wife and everything is like all oh, this gone you want to read about a house he punched the screen and he goes to the same arcade that um john kind of went to it's a different chain in Detroit. And you run into Leon. And Leon tries, you know, why are they at the club? But they still be part of this criminal game. They just out here on the club, just chilling. No hiding. We undercover. We just be chilling, playing sight, you know, while touching us. I mean, Detroit police ain't shit. Yeah, they just hanging out, living their life. And somehow, Robocop sneaks up on this dude in a club. I mean, Robocop moved different. Yes, that's the point. <laughs> he he does move different. Mode, Shahid. He was in stealth mode. <laughs> what, he put the extra WD-40 on the joints? <laughs> <laughs> I know he had the subwoofer blast. I'm like, I saw a 6.5 silver robot. Like, oh, oh shit, it's RoboCop. Like, he especially RoboCop 2. He, st- he was quick to sneak up on folks. I'm like, how's this... How? I'm like, it, but anyway, he's still like, you know, under, you know, basically trying to look for Clarence, you know, trying to figure out where Clarence Bodiker is. Now you're going to find out he grabbed this dude. And this, okay. I know criminals aren't the smartest thing. If I saw a robot, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to try to kick him in the nuts. What does this guy do? Oh, maybe it's a target. He, he looked, he a man like me. What can go wrong? I'm gonna kick a robot in his titanium nuts. Oh, I broke my foot. I see that coming. Yeah, that foot was out of there. Oh my god. So yeah, so he gets dragged out and Bob Morton is having his fun. <laughs> and his crib. He got a nice crib too. Got his two model women snorting cocaine off their breasts. So oh. You ladies, you know, I like to watch y'all. Y'all smart. I like intelligent women. Oh, you know, I like how the name sound, Bob. Exec- Executive Vice President. You man. Say something for me, Bob. He just living the life, story. Coke off, breast drinking wine. Tomorrow, somebody at the door, they must be champagne. People having champagne, like DoorDash was like that back then. It's absolutely what was ha- happening when Damian Priest won the North American title. Keep going. See, I was poor in the 80s, so I didn't know, like, this life to see foreign, like, people actually living like this, surround system, or anything like that. And who's at the door? Clarence Boddicker. Bitches leave. See you later, Bob. Make sure you call me. Nah, I don't think Bob will be calling you after the night. Who are, do you know who I am? I'm like, you had one press conference. You better chill out. Like, I don't, I don't know who the vice president of Amazon is. I know who the boss is. You, better, you know who I am? Yup. Ah. The VP. 
Stop! Oh, them, them, them thighs and knees were done. All right. All right. He was he was he was banging like that dude in belly. They made strip. Right. <laughs> I gave you anything you want. He out here. He went from being all tough. That's all it takes. You shot in the thigh a few times. <laughs> he out here begging. <laughs> And Clarence is looking at him like, you yuppie bastard. And then he put in the mixtape. Hello, Bob. <laughs> Dick, Jones, Dick Jones here. I bet right now you're probably on your knees begging for your life. It's pathetic, isn't it? You know, had to, we could have did things the right way. We could have worked together. But nah, you had to be all big and bad. You know, just look at it as a game. There's a winner. There's a loser. And I'm cashing you out like that man. Like, hold on, let me sure get my face in the frame. I'm gonna, you know, take this, go run this back. Make sure the sound set up. You know, can I hear him? Can I hear my mic? He took the time out of his business. This man is vice president of OCP. It took time out of his day to make this. And told Clarence, play this, and I want to make sure when you set this grenade off, give him enough time so he can hear the entire thing. Because hmm. yes, he has a grenade with a timer. He sits on the table. Bob's trying to get to a Bob does not get it. Grenade goes off. Bob Morton is dead. I have no sympathy for Bob Morton. I actually laugh when every time the scene comes on. And I don't, I don't think you necessarily supposed to laugh. You just mean. I mean, he's an asshole. Man, that man was hurting out there. Yeah, he hurting in that house too. <laughs> Is like it's Paul Verhoeven has him as like he's he's not just I'm ambitious and I'm a little coarse. It's like he's sexy harassing his coworkers. He hollering at everybody. He bullying the the people that he like. Like he's talking to Reed and Lewis like they trash. And people kept telling him, "Leave the Jones alone. You don't you don't want that life. You not want that smoke." Oh no, he old. You know. It's like old man strength. You see that old man? It's like, I could beat him up. And then you're like, that man been living life and been lifting weights since he was 18. And he's 55. Y'all never watch Highlander? That's a thing. Old man strength <laughs> is a thing. Old, old man will grab like he has decades of rage and especially black racism and pain fueling that body. He will break every little bone in your CrossFit ass. And Bob Moore is walking around like, yeah, Dick Jones, his hairline all fucked up. Can't do nothing. Me, he old. Look at him now. Bits and pieces. You gonna pour one out for him, Jeff? Ah, no, I ain't that serious. Yeah. Uh, so we get to the big shootout where Clarence is out here. Like I got, I'm trying to buy this dope. And it's like this is like I don't know. You got a lot of, you know, you got a lot of smoke on you. But I heard you friends with you know some big shots downtown. That's when you realize Dick Jones and Clarence Bodica work together, and that's how you realize how that is wild though. The executive vice, the number two man at OCP, is you know has the biggest crime boss in Detroit working for him on his payroll. Mm, got his shooters. I think the equivalent of that. <laughs> he got his shooters. Like if like if the head of Nintendo had you know Freeway Ricky Ross just working for him, like you know after you sling this dope can you sling these Super Mario cartridges for me I'm trying to get this footwork in the street keep Sega off our ass <laughs> so he out here trying you know 
you want to work business and it's like, nah, you got too much heat and anything. It's like a lot of people like being gone. It's like, yeah, hey, you know, that's fine. But you know, I got the muscle, I got the guns, I got enough dough to shove up your wop ass that she'd be shitting snow for a year. And he did not like that. They pulled the guns like, oh, we got guns, guns. I'm trying to go to a Tigers game. I don't miss a game. Let's do business. Like Clarence is not sweating this. And then RoboCop show up. Hmm. And after punching Lord six times, they all see him like, by now they know who RoboCop is, like his name on the streets. I would have thought by now it's like shooting him is not going to work. And they shooting him. Like, RoboCop, like, you know, come quietly or there'll be trouble. You give him a chance. He let them shoot first. And then it's like, oh, watch this no look. Oh, behind the back. <laughs> this man's out here showboating during a crime scene. Listen, he trying to get them points up. <laughs> no look shooting people. How you, think, how you think he ended up flying? He had to get that high level to unlock <laughs> I'm just laughing at Peter. Well, like, you know, this would be cool right here. What if I do the whole magic? I was like, yee above my head. <laughs> I'm just, because it's just so absurd. Like, this machine is showing off. He doing it's everything he saw. T, uh, was it TJ Laser? Oh, my God. I just <laughs> laughed. It's just, you know, it's just hilarious. Like, so he's murdering all these people because, of course, he is. And you like, you know, he see Clarence. And he's like, you know, you're under arrest. What the fuck is this shit? Getting thrown out windows. You got the right to remain silent. Anything you say can be used against you. He's like, you know, you know the fuck I am. It's somebody Clarence snitched with the quickness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His name's Dick Jones. He's number two OCP. Dick Jones. He owes the cops. You're a cop. It was like, damn. He could, under pressure, he crumbled. I mean, to be fair, Shahid, I've never been punched in the face by a hydraulic piston. I would imagine after two or three of those, I would talk to. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't blame him too much. He was it, catching it, CTE by the second. Messed up, messed up his glasses and everything. Oh. And once he got the glasses, like, Warby Parker won't insure this, my mother. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, you're a cop. He's like, yes, I am a cop. I did shoot 45 people, but I can't strangle you to death because it's against the rule, you know. My director's kicked in. So he brings him in. Book him. What's the charge? He's a cop killer. You're strolling out, dude spits on those papers. They're like, oh, shit. This is my fucking lawyer. See what he said? Book him. Y'all do that. I don't do that mm-hmm. stuff. And Dick Jones is like, you did what? My name? Ah, uh, oh shit! You really fucked up now. You know that, right? And he's on his way to Joe, and it's hilarious. Dick Joe's just waiting. That's how you knew something was up. <laughs> like he just sitting in the chair, hits the button so the door open. He just chilling in the chair, like you know. Normally, I make appointment, but you know, I make exception. What's up? You're under arrest. Word. Ain't <laughs> a better known felon. That's, that sounds real serious. I bet you better take me in. I will. And then that fourth directive, that fourth directive kicked in, and Robocop start doing the, oh, the Chris Brown dance. <laughs> that man's in there twerking in the club. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, he's, he's like, boy, do you think I was just gonna meet you gonna make machine? He's a regular cop. You gonna arrest us? You think we? You think we dumb? He's like, nah, I don't know something to that. 
and no OCP officer can get arrested. How you like that shit? <clears throat> System shut down. He out here. He's like, oh, you still got some fight in you. So I, you know what? I got that software patch. You want to meet the whole homie at 209? He's like, you know, I killed Bob Morton because he made a mistake. Now it's time to rectify that mistake. So he sick at 209 on him. And at 209 get him that work. Yeah, at 209 ain't playing fair. But at the same time, yeah, this thing a piece of trash. How are you five feet away? You missing Robocop with missiles. Robocop is agile, but we ain't talking about Percy Harvey. Did you see the way he moved to the side? You mean before, when he was stumbling? Oh, oh shit. Yeah, he not moved. The first time, not the first time when he walked. We're going to get to that point. Like, Robocop was surprisingly quick. I'm talking about when he all stumbling all. He's stumbling on the ground. Oh, oh, and he missing point blank with missiles. I'm like, it till not trash. And the Joe's like, oh. Called Lieutenant. There's a problem at the tower. Like, get him. So, Robocop finds his safety valve a flight of stairs. Good Lord. <laughs> My one weakness. <laughs> like, a, like a gremlin. First and foremost, I always find this scene funny just how to. Uh, Weller is going down the steps because it's like, look, I can't go down steps like a robot. I'm just going down these steps <laughs> like a normal human being. I know he was tired from shooting that damn scene. That suit heavy as hell. Like, fuck me. <laughs> I'm a roll. So it's not like, oh, I can do it. I can do it. Can I do it? I can't do it. I got it. Oh shit, I don't got it. Roll down the steps. He out here squeal like a like a like a kitten. <laughs> And then he gets there, and boy, they are ready for him. Blue lives is there waiting for him. To the head's cockles like they like, what the fuck are we doing here on our side? We got orders to kill it. Fire. And they light his ass up. They get in the business. Oh, they get him. The, he out here got his hand up. Stopping. And you know the funny thing is, it don't seem like they damaged him that much. He gets shot like Exo Nine did all the work. He, he just right. out there all stumbling, putting a hand. He running up on them and like, and it's just they are not stopping. They reloading everything else. Like all this, he a part of force. He a hero. That one phone call, that shit went out the window. This how they feel about you. And he rolled, you know, he rolls twice. I'm like, I know his hip bones, but if he had hip bones, be all fucked up. But anyway, Lewis just has to be there. Saves him, saves the day. They shooting at Lewis too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blue, blue lives matter. My ass. I guess he's silver, so he don't count right. She helping the enemy. Uh, so now we have a problem because Clarence Bodica got his seat up here. I'm at the picture. Oh, what's your name, Barbara? You know, I got to meet him after that. I can make some time with you. And she's like, he's expecting me, Mr. Bodica. Like, this ain't the first time she's had to deal with his ass. <laughs> and you think because he got a suit on, he got all stitched up, and Dick Jones is hated. You hear my name, you fucking idiot? You know, he's a machine. He recorded that shit. That makes you know, now you got me hemmed up. You kill him. He's like, y'all made this. Why is it my fault? Y'all made him. Pretty much. Like, 
Yeah, like you make the y'all make the fucking thing, dick. He's like, look, two million jobs. That means gambling, drugs, prostitution. You can control all of that. Damn, Dick Jones really was Dick Cheney. Yep. Man, this man, <laughs> man was in the street. Like he, he was going on, like, look, I know y'all, y'all gonna shit on me going down and start this. You can be in charge of all that. You know, you know, gonna make this money. He's like, no, I guess we're gonna work together. The whole thing is like, you know, we let's make this money. Yeah, shit happened, bad things happen. Let's let's go make this money. Water on the bridge. He's like, I'm gonna need some firepower. We got the military connects. He's like, we are we practically practically are the military. And I think about that because like Amazon has drone deliveries now. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for the Amazon Defense Force to be a thing in like three years. Yeah, basically, Jeff Bezos bored while he's busy trying to figure out how to make it to Mars. So he's like, oh, you know, the cops file up. They got the ammo. Oh, it's Alexa. The Alexa Defense Force. <laughs> like an Amazon cop. A robot cop. They got their robot dogs. Now I'm like, why y'all wasting that money on a robotic dog? It's money to be wasted. <laughs> and they're going to waste it. Y'all got tanks like you and I was there was some little small city in Arkansas got a, a armored hung hum V with a fifty cal on it for what? You want to shoot a shoplifter? You want a gun man? They really wouldn't get into it now. Thank God this ain't a real thing because you know damn well some you know somebody maybe in Texas the quickness. I know how our Yahoo politicians are. So anyway, Robocop hemmed up. He was like, you know, I'll, you have to go on strike. And we get, you know, yeah, because basically they got to go on strike because they had a, you know, they, they were still arguing about the whole thing about they not getting support, they get murdered. And it's like, we're not going to strike. It's a major metropolitan city. Detroit tear itself apart. And it's like, we had a vote saying, we're going to do it. I want you to know. And half the cops didn't show up. And the other half, the other half leaving the night. So Lewis grabbed his stuff. He's like, I know what to grab. And he takes off his faceplate. You see his face. It may not like what you see. Yeah, it, it do look creepy. So, and it always had the whole thing. It's like, I know it probably didn't matter that much. I'm like, shoot Robocop in the mouth. See. My goodness. No, it's like, if you see everything armored except for his mouth, aim for the mouth. You think he'll give folks the chance to aim for his mouth? I mean... He was letting them shoot off everywhere else. That's all right. It's the last yeah. piece of me I got. Yeah, he just like, you know, he like he lets you see first that way. Like, well, I gave him a chance. So when I kicked him in his throat, he had it coming. So that's his logic. So he takes off. He's like looking in his face. He's like, Murphy's, Murphy's wife and kids, what happened? Oh, you know, they moved on. They thought she was gone. You know, they started a new life. You want me to leave me alone? Feelings came, but man, it's like just leave me alone. So Clarence got his whole gang out. It's nighttime, and they just downtown Detroit. Just they ride the robbing, stealing TVs. They got the Cobra assault rifles. Black man bragging about his new car. What Clarence do? Blow it up. I got one just like you, Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought he's like, oh, that's right. You got a nice car, huh? 
Can't see a black man shine for a second. He's like, oh, Clarence, shit. That's all, all right, he said. Yeah, all man. Clarence, shit. I mean, what are you going to do? We had that. We had to. We had to talk about it for five minutes. Um, what's he to talk about? He got that big ass gun. What's he to talk about? I mean, he got to put it down. He easily passes around to everybody else because so. he know he ain't gonna do nothing. That's why it, it, I doubt that's the first time that has happened either. Mm-hmm. The way they're joking about it is like they just blowing up cars and everything. And this is how people say what this is how they will think what happened if you defund the police. It turned into the scene from Robocop. Or the purge, basically. So they finally found them. They're gonna they're gonna track them down. Abandoned cement mill, because of course it is. Everything abandoned in Detroit. So we're kind of working out his targeting, and he's like, you know, he's out here with Lewis Cutlin shooting, you know, yeah, you know, shooting baby food. That was a little intimate scene about yeah, their relationship. Know, think my targeting is direct though. Yeah, I hope you learn how to kill enemies better. Yeah. That's there you go. See the way she, she, she glad nicely grabbed his arm and moved it for him. Look, they had a connection. They're partners. You hate her. Mm. So and he tried to say it was like, "Oh, they're coming. You should go. We're partners. No, we not. Our, no, he, no. You know what he say? All right, get the car. <laughs> so he said that they go and this cracked me up. So they out here looking for Robocop. Robocop is watching. Does the old Scooby Doo trick? Oh, let me throw this little metal here. Let me throw this here for a distraction so I can see what they work with. And they all criminals so damn dumb. They all shoot these secret guns. Looking for me? <laughs> shoot the black dude three times and then destroy his ass. like Robocop is not moving. How they didn't hit him? <laughs> hey, that's you, Rich. When Rich come with them tweets, I'd be like, damn, Rich, that was kind of. That was petty, and he just disappeared. <laughs> just stroll his ass off the top. That's what Robocop did. I'm just going to moonwalk my ass on out of here. They missing. And so you have the, the shootout where they split up in the teams. And one of the funniest scenes ever is the thing. With, so Mills in the van. He sees Robocop. He's like, all right, he's in the van. Robocop ain't that fast. I'm going to run him over. Like, I got you now. So Robocop shoots at the glass because Robocop is standing in front of a vet of waste. Shoots at the van at the glass and then does a spin move. Love and destroy his ass. That spin move was so slow. Destroy his ass and then look behind and Mill runs van first into the vet and that man is melting. That's how people think they would take if they take that Astra, AstraZeneca vaccine. Turn out like that. Uh, shout out to the makeup department because that boy, look, <laughs> he looked like the damn toxic Avenger. <laughs> I'm like, that's how you know the Joker luck the fuck out. He just turned white. This dude start turning to a frog. Help me! Help me, man! The right response. Get off me! Leon, Leon was like, "No, you do not touch me." It's because he like, Leon like, get off me, man! Like, the fuck off me! And then Clarence C like, "Oh shit!" Runs him over, splatters him into a million pieces. He's out of there. Now we know what happened in Lebanon. 
Good yeah, that shit rolling around. It's called that. Like, yeah, Detroit just had that laying around, <laughs> abandoned. So eventually, Clarence is, you know, Clarence and Lewis have a, you know, chase. They, Clarence crashes. Lewis gets out the car. I guess she gonna put the cuffs on. Nope. Clarence lights her ass up. She, she's, what is it with these people? I, I'm getting shot six times and none of them is a flesh wound. She get hit like four or five times, rolls down the hill. No problem. And she he about to shoot her. Clerks! Somehow Robocop just snuck up on him. Yeah. Hey, Robocop, he's him and Shinobi, same thing. Uh, I didn't hear this robot splash in his water. All right, man. I guess I'm under arrest. I'm not here to arrest you anymore. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, you need to chill out. He's just killing time because Leon out there. Um, he gonna play construction. Going grab the um. He had what was that thing that was holding up the metal? Basically, a construction device like a bulldozer holding up a whole bunch of metal gurneys and killing time while Clarence distract him. Glasses all broke. Lewis is crawling toward the Cobra gun. He's like, "All right, I give up. Throw the gun away. Look, man, you're a little too far. All right." <laughs> Man, y'all way past that. So Leon drops all in there. They're like, yeah, I got him. Lewis murders Leon. One shot. R.I.P. Leon. No one, no one will touch you ever again. And then Clarence is like, all right, the gun ain't gonna work. I'm gonna take this metal pole and I'm gonna try to stab him. And how is this thing bulletproof but not... How was he able to stab him? Good question. It's these. I mean, it's a girder, isn't it? Wasn't it like a like the rebar? I think. Yeah, it's like a metal rebar with like a pointed end. They said with all the titanium and all that, I feel like they went to, they got some like third hand metal for him. It was like, yeah, yeah, this will stop bullets. <laughs> or, or Clarence had found the only vibranium in Detroit, one of them. So we'll see. So anyway, he tried to hit him first two times. Robocop smacked him away. Then he stepped. Maybe the excuse is Robocop's arm was compromised from the, all that shooting and until now fight. We'll use that because they had some gaps in it. So he gets stabbed. Ah! movement like Cyanar Robocop. And that USB spike he had before comes in hand. He spikes him dead in the neck. <laughs> Basically. Because you see the stab, and you see a whole bunch of blood splatter on Robocop. And Clarence off there, glasses on his face, fall the water. Lewis! Murphy, I'm a mess. What do you say? Don't worry. They'll fix you. you. They fix everything. (laughs) Talking that shit. So we get to the end. And one thing about movie endings is kind of like, it's hard to get it right. Because you want to end it. You don't want to go too far. You want to go too short. It's even harder to end it perfect. This movie ends perfectly. Robocop shows up and Dick Joe's like, yeah, I'm in charge. You go, we are got into a nines on the street. You already started with this police strike. You know that could be good for us. No cops, fuck them cops. So I got an Ed 209 parking lot right now. And Ed 209 talking that, you know, leave me park. Look, move your car. Robocop pull out the Cobra gun. Blow, shoots him twice. <laughs> and then all you see some legs. And then he shows up. Everybody go. And you know what's funny? The old 
man is not surprised by the stuff RoboCop is telling him. No, he isn't. So I'm wondering, it's like, he probably knew who he hired when he came to Dick Jones. He don't seem all that broken up by Bob Morton dying. It's like, it's like, oh, this is usual. You know, things happen. Oh, how can we help you, officer? Dick Jones is wanted for murder. You know, my programming will prevent me from, you know, arresting the officer of this company. Oh, that's a serious charge. You have evidence? Yep. And he pulled a spike in there. He plays it. Oh, Dick Jones had to talk that shit right while he killed Bob Morton. And Dick Jones sees this. And it's funny. Pay, I watch this. I always pay attention to Johnson. Because as soon as I playing, Johnson got this look like, yeah, I'm going to get promotion. <laughs> he got this look on his face like I found, like I got an extra piece of cheese on my pizza. Just got this even. Yeah, Johnson just a slime ball. I love it. So Dick Jones go, all right, fuck all this. I want a chopper. He grabbed the old man with the quickness. Like, nobody moved. The old geezer gets, and Robocop is so big. I didn't realize how quick Robocop was until I watched him one day. Pitching. That man is moving fast. Like, the, like he's not, he doesn't walk fast, but sudden motions, like, like I said, Percy Harvin. Give him his radius, he's gonna juke your ass. He's moving quick, he kind of watching. He's like, you know, anybody follow me? The old man gets it. And how smart is the old man? Remember, he told him, like, you know, I can't arrest somebody that works for OCP. What'd he tell him? Anybody want to do the line? You're fired. Dick, you're fired. Thank you. Gives him the elbow, lights Dick Jones up, and Johnson up there, like, yeah, hit him again. <laughs> Shoots him three times. Jones falls out the window with hosting, hosting his gun, and Johnson gets the thumbs up. Like, yeah, I told you, that's my man. You know, I got the sound bite for the end, though. Go ahead, play it. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? Murphy. And it ends. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> None of that pulling none of that Lewis beat Lewis at the hospital. None of that, like it just ends. It's kind of like few <sighs> movies have perfect endings. And Robocop ended stand out because it's just that's that's the perfect way to end it. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah, but that's can Robocop. we can we talk about when Dick Jones was going out the window? Why did his arms look like that? Um, because they were using Apple 100. <laughs> it's okay. 19, it's 1987. I, I, I seen the graphics on Contra. You can only do so much, Jeff. Uh, I, okay, I'll go with that. You want to throw him out the window for real? Maybe it's because, Jesus. Maybe it's because, you know, usually they'll cut away, but they kind of like I let mean, the camera hang on that. Yeah. It's keep in mind, everybody's not John McTiernan and Die Hard, where it's like, all right, Hobbs, we're going to actually throw you out the window. <laughs> and uh, keep in mind, the budget wasn't that big. Budget's $13 million. A million of that went toward the suit. So you got to kind of like do what you got to do. And it's, it's fun. This movie made this movie made good money, all things considering. Made cost 13 made 53 for a very violent movie. Oh, we got sequels. Huh, yeah. We, got sequels. <laughs> we definitely got sequels from this. How uh, y'all feel about Robocop 2? 
See, I I like RoboCop too because uh, I like the fact that the corporation is just as corrupt as they were in the first one, and they went even worse. Instead of trusting Clarence Boddicker, you trust a drug-addled cult leader. Like this is Bray Wyatt, and you stick him in a death machine. That it wasn't necessarily trusting him. It's the woman trusting him because, like you said, a woman. That's his weakness. She's sweet and, talking. Oh, and, we do okay. And RoboCop didn't have the heart to beat up an eight-year-old. That was like the the one takeaway I took from that movie. That kid needed to die in the first scene. I hate that kid. Like you had the heart to breathe, bitch. I hate that kid. <laughs> I really just hate that kid. Ooh, <laughs> like when they I drop re- RoboCop off at the station, all chopped up. Oh my and goodness! Boy, like. He gets so tired of like the 800 directives they gave him and he has to electrocute himself to reset. Fatal exception OE occurs. I was here for it because then RoboCop's just started. Uh-huh. Cage bothers, Cage bothers me. Like, what's your deal, Robo? Like, I like, okay, RoboCop. There's parts I like about RoboCop too. I don't like it overall, but I can watch it. Like, it's, I can get enjoyment from watching like bits and pieces because, yes, he is Robocop. Got some jokes when we break up the, um, they, they sell the drugs. The lead's like, calm down, ladies, be calm. Everything's cool. Boy, I'm a killer. Yeah, I'm a killer. No, you can't. You can't have that. Watch this, watch this ricochet shot. Like, Robocop got plenty of jokes in Robocop, too. Got the girl, you know, the, 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 the baseball team. Yeah. Are we cops? Cops. Was like, what you talking about, Murphy? Like, what's pissing you off, Murphy? Kane. Kane's probably man on a motorcycle, clothesline, and jumps off the motorcycle to hit a jumping clothesline. Like, come on. Yes, it's Kane should have been dead on arrival. You yes. got an 800 pound giant. Like, that's like Wolverine does the fastball special. You don't think about it, but he's 5'3, but he's like 350 pounds of metal. Like, hey, he's in critical condition. No shit. <laughs> he just had, a, he just had a, a building thrown at him. If I if I threw a safe at somebody, they'd be in critical condition, too. So, no, it's bits and pieces of RoboCop 2 I like. It's some bits and pieces I don't like. It's real. It's cynical, like, even more than the first one. Like, it just seemed like it's just me, spirit of that kid that's got my, you know, let's, let's have an eight-year-old give him slick back here and have him cuss. Like, no, that shit. I remember critics hating that. They really had a problem with that kid. I got a problem with that kid. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be, all oh, that's look at him. He's cute. Cause like, no, that shit is annoying. No, that kid needed a brick thrown at him. I get it. <laughs> don't, don't leave me. I got shot. Oh, you're, you're going into shock. They oh. made this to honor him. Oh, him stalking his wife. <laughs> Good God. Yes. And then it's like, yeah, you know, your husband is dead. Don't come back here. So you messing up, you messing with her life, giving her false hope. And then since you about to get sued, you gotta lie. Uh, and you no, know, the yeah, he didn't learn his lesson. Robocop three. Yeah. Uh, C- I hope CCH Pounder got paid. <laughs> that way, man. Peter Weller with last rodeo was Robocop two, right? Oh yeah, he like, yeah, he's like I'm done with this. Y'all ain't gonna get me. You ain't getting the kid in another suit. <laughs> it's too damn hot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm moving on from that. And Lewis died in the first 20 minutes. They get Jill. They somehow rope in Jill Hennessy and Mako and Rip Torn. I'm like, yeah, I'll spend the money on the actors. So y'all damn sure they spend it on the scenery. This shit look like 
CW was like, damn, where y'all money at? That's the main thing I remember from Robocop 3. It looked cheap. Mm-hmm. So, but we're gonna give him a jetpack. I was like, all right, come on now, guys. Gonna give him a new gun and a jetpack. He gonna fight ninjas with suits. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. Oh man, it's like the old man died. Oh, <laughs> so goodness. OCP got sick. Even OCP deal with Japanese takeovers, and then they had the TV show. I think last of the season. Then they, they had, had the that. robot ninja in the third one, right? Mm-hmm. Two of them. Yeah, they had one. Then he because he walk around with a suit like Masachono, and then end up being like two of them, and they die by you know they kill each other, cause a nuclear explosion, <laughs> and kill the South African you know peace commission officer, whatever the hell that was going on, dagging all that shit. Um, had a cartoon, had a TV show, and had a reboot. Did y'all see Robocop reboot? Yeah, I saw it. I, I didn't mind. Yeah, I didn't particularly. It wasn't care as for cynical it. because it was they were trying too hard, but it felt soulless. It yeah. wasn't bad. It just felt like they they if like they would they try to make it more family friendly. Friendly. You know what sucked with that Shahid? I think it was like six months later. A very cheap even better version came out that I would say is the spiritual success of the RoboCop upgrade. <laughs> See, we always joke around, say that's, that feel like upgrade feels like a Venom movie. Cause we actually did that for the show. And it's like, yeah, it's the pieces are there. Like you got an awesome cast. You got the money. You had an awesome director, but they was like, eh, we want to make it we can't go all the way. And that's the thing. With, it's the same thing with Total Recall. If you're going to do it, you got to can't half-ass these movies. That's why a lot of, that's why those, neither one of those remakes work. It's kind of like, we're going to take out the fun stuff. We're going to take out the gory stuff. We're going to make it more, you know, for everybody. Those movies are cult movies. Like Total Recall is not, but Robocop was a cult movie that just, yeah, was successful. And it's kind of like, everything can't, you can't, that's like, you know, we're going to remake the raid. We're going to have a PG-13. They're going to be crazy. Like, no, some stuff you can. I'm not this whole don't remake anything because if you can do it well, had a spin to it, you can do it. I, I love Jumanji with The Rock. That's the way you do it well. But if you can't add anything to it, you're always going to have an uphill battle because you're going to be fighting with people that's going to remember to the, that's going to compare it to the originals. And if you're not going to do it the right way, they'll do it. I know they're talking about making a RoboCop sequel, RoboCop Returns, basically a sequel to RoboCop 1. Uh, they better hurry up before some of those people die. But we'll see. We, we will see. Good Lord. Uh, before you get out of here, Rich, uh, you want to let the people know where they can find you at? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at Rich underscore fan, F-A-N-N. I do a lot of work with the East Coast cast, uh, everything with Rich Fan and uh, – the deep dive on the PW Torch side of things for wrestling. Uh, if, if you like what you heard me, Shahid, and Jeff talking about, that's really more of what I do on the deep dive. But wrestling-wise, I kind of go and do a lot of subjects with everything. But if you search Pro Wrestling Torch and Rich Fan, you'll find me. Thank you, guys. I had a great time doing this. Oh, One more thing before you go. Yeah. Quick thing. Now, hopefully it's quick. How do you feel about Justice League? 
Oh, if I if I could like breathe deep in lamentation, I would right now. Um, I I thought that there's it, it sucks because on one hand I completely see why Ray was pissed about his role and the Whedon stuff because at first I thought it was just him whining about Whedon and Whedon's a scumbag, but he isn't necessarily you know a racist or nothing. But now I got to wonder what's going on with Joss Whedon because the entire protagonist, the Justice League, was a black kid who was taken on Wisconsin and turned into a si- RoboCop. It was basically the story of black RoboCop. Uh, but then on the other hand, it's four hours. And now you have a terrorist subgroup of comic book fans that want the Snyder universe and are about to bully a billion dollar organization and they bring it to them. Uh, if I need, If I see Joker again, talking about giving Batman a reach around, I will throw a brick at whomever writes it. You got a problem with that, Bruce? I feel oh, like, oh, I, I just absolutely feel like Jared Leto just said that, just to say it. I, I believe it. And and if I need, if I, if I hear one more person in the DC murderverse know Bruce Wayne's real name, like he goes to the bank, <laughs> says, hey, Mr. Wayne, you gonna be Batman tonight? Marsh so. Manhunter show up? Thanks, strange guy your parents would have been proud of you bruce what you know that didn't oh, yes, yes you know me yes you're not the only one cursed with knowledge <laughs> <laughs> so i will let you go um because i know you on a time for i just want to see what you heard about it i think we'll talk yeah. about it a little bit but i appreciate you waking up early in the morning and fitting our schedule we're really my schedule so no, it's all good. I, I, also, I, I, my I, schedule. I, would, I gotta get a I shot. Would always do it for you guys. I'm happy to do it. You guys are good friends. I love your show, and I love the fact that you guys are making that money. I just need to make sure you know. Yeah, if, if money, learns, money, huh? Oh, <laughs> oh, so you guys doing it in kind? Like I, I don't know. I, no, I, is this, somebody is this, making money? <laughs> is this a moniker situation, Jeff? Are you like working it against both sides? Like I'm, I'm making the money, but then I'm turning the money into meth, and um, you get the profit after the meth. Listen, the money's there. It's been sitting there. It's I, in the banana stand. It's just it. there. I don't do nothing with it. It's just sitting there. Sure thing, Heyman. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that new uh, that that selfie you sent me uh, to get on Twitter. You with that uh, uh, rainbow Lamborghini? Oh boy, no. (laughs) Checks in the mail, Landstorm. Don't worry. That's what I'm. That's the vibe starting to hear right now. Anyway, Rich, thank you again. You know you'll be on soon once we find another movie, or if you want to jump on another movie, you know just let us know or whatever. Yeah, I know. You know. You know. uh, One thing I want to say in closing, obviously. Jones and all that stuff was great. You had to deal with Lewis, but Lewis and Lewis was no Annabeth Gish. Oh yeah, she could walk. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rich. Uh, So I guess since we're here, since you started it up, uh, go ahead and tell the folks how you feel about Justice League. You know what's funny about it? I really was, I had no desire to really watch this at all. Like, not for hate watch, not, because my whole thing is like, I didn't feel bad that it got made, you know, seemed like, it was like a lot of things had to happen for this to get made. And I just kind of like, basically, because we had a pandemic and streaming service, it was done. Fine. I was this whole thing, like, it shouldn't exist. And I was like, we know what we're getting. Like, it's We've seen Man of Steel. 
and we saw Batman versus Superman. So I'm like, and then once it says four hours, I'm like, if I get to it, I'm going to watch it on my terms, my way, like a little at a time, and whatever it is, it is. Like, But it cracked me up when he was like, yo, I can't wait to watch this to laugh at it. I'm like, what type of lives are y'all living? I can see fans of the of people watching it, like, you know, I'm going to sit and spend four hours. And I can see if you're curious, hate watching for four hours, like, that seems ins- insane. Because, like, they still get the views. So what are y'all up? It's like a lot of people just was watching, like, I can't wait for it to fail. And I'm like, I'm just going to watch this see. And I'm watching it. And you know what? I liked it. I actually liked it. Not unironically liked it. Like I actually liked it. And I will say, I won't talk about too much. Like it's it's much better than the original. Like you could tell, like when I remember the original came out, you like this is like seeing like a whole bunch of movies put together. And like Rich said, like I said to you, Ray Fisher need to shoot the fair one, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Like it's his, it was basically his a whole origin story. Like the movie is basically centered around him. And it's like the Justice League is like, you know, surrounding him, like everything he goes through. And all that got chopped out. Nearly all of it. And like almost all the black, all the characters of color chopped out. Willem Dafoe and his <laughs> cocaine hair chopped, chopped out. Like the movie don't need to be four hours. You could cut out like 25, 30 minutes or really an hour. It could, like three, you could have made this movie three hours. Is it long? Yes. Is it still some problems? Yeah, it's some problems. Um, Aquaman is basically <laughs> yeah, like the character Aquaman works because it's like this one always this whole thing is it's like this shit's stupid. Y'all think like his whole thing is like y'all think this through this shit don't make any sense, but sorry, fuck it. Like his character works, but the changes made ruins Aquaman, the movie. My parents are dead. What? <laughs> Word? I'm like, no, they not. I'm going home. I just got to talk to my dad first. Huh? So you went home and it changed his mind? Like, yeah, this whole, it's it's like he made like, oh, I didn't see that movie. Fuck that movie. Basically, the whole idea was like, I didn't see that. So it'll work. And whatever accent Amber Heard was doing, she did not need to do that again. So that part, you know, change. the movie's like this. One thing about Zack Snyder is he can make stuff look beautiful. Like he has his flaws, but his peak is higher than most people. What is it? Uh, cinematography is not his yes. issue. Like, like that. Some of those scenes just pop, just pop. Like when you see Batman for the first time, like in the whole Batman suit standing there with the lightning, I'm like, this shit look like a painting. When you see Superman, the genius pose, and so I'm like, yes, I can see why Zack Snyder fan like his stuff. Like he treats his superheroes like, nah, this ain't the dude you know around the corner. This is these are gods, these are heroes, and he frames it that way. He gets the big stuff. It's the small stuff that he struggled with because a lot of times people don't feel like people. But I would say things that happen in the movie hit more because he gets more space. Like the stuff that happened with the Themyscira. Yeah, it it hit like it feel like it's a, a bigger deal. The stuff that's supposed to hit feels bigger. And Steppenwolf, oh man, <laughs> I was feeling bad for him by the end, and I didn't care for him at all in the first one. He just wanted to go home. 
That's it. And the side was talking that shit. Like Brianna Barksdale. Get the box. No, but that's what the why the fuck you calling me? Like over it. It was hilarious. Like they made me care about this walking razor blade. The way they shot him, like I know it took a lot of work to kind of like film that and everything and the expression, but that's like the first DC villain that I cared about. So it has its flaws. I'll say that it's definitely too long. Some of that stuff needs to be cut out. Um, and the one we talk about every time Wonder Woman shows up, that fucking chant. <laughs> After a while, I thought he was, he was doing that on purpose. Yeah, um, that was getting annoying. What you think of it? Uh, I got to talk about this with Brandon on his little review show on Facebook. I'll just say, okay, quick thought: Did you like it or dislike it? I'm in between. And what I and what I said when I said on his show was basically that it is there was a good movie in the it was a movie a good movie in between the four hour and the two hour movie, and it's just a shame that. Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder couldn't come to a meeting point because we got two different visions from, you know, the company and him. And it's a good movie in there, but somewhere. But, you know, it just, I mean, it, 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 it was it was fine. I, I just don't. You know what's funny, though? It's, I look at the Rotten Tomato, I look at the critics' reviews, and it's like they like it, and they don't like his stuff. And I remember fans, like, they problem and everything, and it's, I think it would have worked better if they did it as like a six-part series, like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now, in watch- retrospect, that might have been a better idea. Yeah, I think because I think it helped me. It's like if I watched it straight through, hell no, I'd have tuned out. But I did. I, I watched like an hour and then stopped and then watched an hour here. So I was able to absorb everything I got, and then when I was done, I was done. And it was comfortable. Like I could come back and see. It. Like if I try to watch this straight through, my opinion changes. It completely changes, and I understand that. Which is why I didn't. Because and also sitting around for four hours to watch a movie is insane. I y'all can say what y'all want. Like I ain't got nothing to do. I got stuff to do. I know you got <laughs> stuff to do. Like yeah, even if I didn't have anything to do, four hours. I can do that for a game, but even then, like I'll be watching some football, basketball. I'm like, they need to wrap this shit up. A movie? Well, my wife was she was, know, you she was pumped. She was like a kid, and I was just like, all right, we can stop and watch this later. She's like, no, no, it's so good. I was just like, oh my God, no, it's not. But I was <laughs> I mean, I'm not a D I'm I grew up on Marvel, so I'm not as passionate about DC's other people. So canon and changes like that doesn't bother me as much yeah. as them. So I can appreciate I know what the story he's trying to tell. I know how he's trying to frame people. It's kind of like he took out a lot of it. It's like, yeah, I'm a jo- Superman died. I ain't got time for this jokey joke shit. Like, I get that. Like, uh, that's why a lot of Joss Whedon stuff didn't work because they tried to film like it was the Avengers. It was like, no, we're trying to save the world. People died. And then yeah, like you can edit. People say it's, it's the same movie. It's long. No, it is not the same movie. Like you watch an hour and a half before you come into something that you remember from the first one that wasn't changed. They changed a lot of stuff. Uh, one Batman ain't addicted to Wonder Woman anymore. Like that whole thing completely out. 
Um, Cyborg is a full-grown character. Aquaman is like the whole, I got to keep you on your, your toes type thing. And, and yeah, Superman comes off a lot better. Even though it's less of him, it's like, you I, know. I think the Flash came off. I think the Flash was in between because I'm glad they took out the whole thing of, oh, I've never fought before. Uh, you know, I just kind of yeah. push people. They left that out. Mm-hmm. That was good. But the whole extended scene of him seeing Iris for the first time, I was like, shit, wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> I got like, what they were going for. Hey, but y'all go. Hell, we only see Iris like, yeah, y'all want to know black people, huh? All right, Because <laughs> it's like the whole story, like his father had a, was a critical part of the movie. You would never know watching the original one. Yeah, I guess. It it's like his whole story changes. It's like he just shows up. This one is like, you know why he's doing what he's doing. Like he's the movie does not work without him, and he's able to hold his own with some very good or very popular actors. He don't fill out of space, you know. And we can wrap up. Alfred name was hitting the streets. Everybody, oh, you must be Alfred. I heard about you. How you know who he is? No idea. I'm Alfred. You just know. So, so Al heard about you. Heard you keep that thing on you. Yeah, you know that what man it is. had. That man had them tight fits. Had the tee ready and. <laughs> Batman, one of them, they just need to do this date because they got Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot looking at each other like, all right, what we gonna fuck? <laughs> yeah, either the actors are really attracted to each other or they're playing it out that way. But mm-hmm. uh, well, what I have noticed about this movie, I'm glad. I think I enjoyed the conversation more now than than I did originally when the first movie came out because it was just like it, there was no conversation with the first. It was just like I, I, I like it or I hate it. But this one seems like a little more polarizing where people are actually having a conversation about the movie. So, I mean, that's good. I say, you know when stuff work, if you if you go on Twitter, you see memes and gifts. And you've seen them. And it's seen, like, you got the jokes about Wonder Woman's music and all them Steppenwolf jokes. Good Lord. Uh, the puppy dog eyes. You just wanted, I was, and then I... I would be reminisced. Like, I'm not going to talk about the post credit scene, the nightmare stuff, like, whatever, like, fuck Joker and all that. She's going to do Bruce. Like, oh, like whatever. I know it's kind of like, well, we ain't doing it again, but just in case. Like, yeah. I thought that that's- scene didn't, something was off with that scene. And, you know, I found out what was off with that scene, that the uh, Jerry Leto and Affleck weren't, and they didn't shoot that at the same time. Because if you ever notice, they don't show them they show him from they show Batman from the back. And when they show Joker, they show him from the front. So they shot those like I guess totally separate days or whatever. And I knew it was something about the scene that was just weird. I think that's what it was. And I mean, you the, gotta, yeah, you gotta keep in mind, like the they it was shot during the pandemic. Yeah, so that and the whole yeah. but also to the whole reach around and nonsense. I was like, what is yeah, happening right now? Whatever. And that's that part is whatever. But I just laugh because when remember um DC versus Mortal Kombat. It was like, well, we can't have our DC characters with fatalities because that's we don't have to do something like that. <laughs> Zach's not like, nah, fuck all that. <laughs> Step wolf. Good lord. They first he gets impaled, he get his horn shot off. Then he get decapitated through a boob tube with dark socks just watching. Like, oh well, well. Oh well. And the size like. I told you he could do that shit. That's your man. <laughs> I was just laughing at the side, was just hating the whole time. He is like, what you call me for? Nah, you, you want to come home? You owe us 50,000 worlds. And Steppenwolf was like, shit. Just <laughs> saying, I just want to go home. And then he was just 
got his head chopped off, got stepped on, and Darkseid just watching, just looking out through the window. Like in the decides, like, see, I told you. Not tell you, not tell you one shit. That shit like it, it takes a lot of balls to tell somebody like Dark Side like that. Dark Side, yeah, you told me. All right, fuck it. Do it the old-fashioned way. And I will, and guess what? If they made a sequel, I would want to see it. I mean, I think everybody who say they wouldn't watch it would watch they it. They lying. Yeah, yeah they it's like watch the, it. the flaws. It has flaws, but a lot of the imperfections bring enjoyment. Like, I I laugh at the flaws. Like, I laugh when Wonder Woman meets oh, because it's just hilarious. Like, it's so overwrought and bougie. And it's like, it's funny. So I know people want DC movies to be as good as Marvel. But if you don't have the people running it, it's not going to be. So fine. I just want them to be enjoyable. And I will say, even with its flaw, it'd be sometimes because of its flaws, it's enjoyable to me. So yeah, if I don't know if they talking about the out doing nothing or anything like that, but I'm like, yeah, all right. We'll we'll see, we'll see about that. So. Yeah. Um yeah, it was what it was. I'm not gonna sit here. Like I said, when I did the podcast, I was like, I'm just not. It, it was fine. I'm glad he got his vision out there. That's one thing. You know, he wanted to get his story out there the way he wanted to tell it and not chopped up. So glad for him. Glad for his fans. If you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it. If you didn't, you didn't. It ain't a big deal. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, we gonna head up out of here. But before we get out of here, I think it's our show. Uh, oh, we gonna do. Uh, you know what? Man, we just we just throwing our fastballs. We're doing 2014's John Wick. Let's start this. Let's start it up. Ah, you ready, <laughs> Mr. Wick? <laughs> Let's start it up. I've been thinking about I, it. I was I like, know, I, we we both been thinking. About, I was just wondering which one of us was going to pick it first because you know once we start, we got to do all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this will be a three week thing. Uh, so just buckle in. <laughs> we are not putting any gaps in between this one. Uh, and we don't need to say why it's John Wick and people have been asking us and it's it was always on the list it's just with these type of things once you start you gotta go on it it's a reason we haven't done Marvel yet cause it's like once you do then that's kind of like Hood Classic becomes Marvel you know, sp- <laughs> sponsored by sponsored by Disney at that point that's basically like you know the next four you know yeah that's like five months so it's a lot. Yeah, so it's like we gonna that's that probably won't get hit till like 2022. So in the meantime, we're gonna start knocking out stuff we talked about and John Wick is the first one. So perfect. So yeah, um I'm about to go get a shot. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and uh Facebook, the real Jeff versus the world um Instagram. If you want to follow Shahid, you can follow him at Philly Drugs on Twitter and Instagram. Um, is there anything else I mentioned? Oh yeah, keep those reviews coming, keep them star ratings coming wherever you listen to us uh, at because it helps us get our show out there for more people and get these sponsors to keep coming in. Um, so yeah, anything you any last words? Uh, no, I mean, I guess just the one time propaganda actually works. <laughs> Until next week, remember 2014 John Wick. I'm not sure where it's streaming at, but I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. I don't uh, know if it is. Well, let me see before we get up out of here, just in case. 
Joe. I own them, so I don't. Yeah, worry me about too. It, so, I but I never really thought about it. It is streaming on Peacock. Look at that. <laughs> oh, how about that? The, the bird. <laughs> so I'm sure everybody who's got wrestling fans has got Peacock. You got no excuses. It is on Peacock. Uh, I'm sure if you're paying that ten dollar one, I don't know if it's on the five dollar one. Maybe it is. Maybe you just get a whole bunch of commercials. Anyway, uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, ne- till next week. Peace. Peace.